Welcome, welcome to La MacArthur Live. We're your hosts, Tim Bartz and, and Sarah Davis. <laughs> thank you, thank you for joining us. And uh, we are going to be recording this as a podcast. So some of you might be listening um, to the podcast and uh, do have some uh, warning now. We do have some visuals because we are recording this on YouTube. So we do have a couple of things. We get to the dealer news updates where we have actually some pictures and video. Uh, so you might want to go back and check it over on our YouTube channel if you want to. Um, for those of you that want to listen to this later, uh, find your favorite podcasting platform and you can listen to it there. So, uh, all right. So welcome in, everybody. And uh, today is my birthday, <coughs> January 23rd. Yes. Turn. A lot of people don't like to know their talk about their age, but I did turn 53 this year. Thank you. Now I know mom's age. <laughs> She tries to keep it a secret. She does a pretty good job of that. All right. Anyway, so uh, uh, yes, had some uh, having a good day. So it was a pretty good day. So of course, one of the my favorite things about turning, and maybe it's just when you get older, uh, when you have a birthday, you get that free Starbucks drink. <laughs> I was gonna have you, actually have you stop, but so hopefully I can still get it tomorrow. I know scooters, which is as we pass, I pass by scooters all the time. Um, theirs is you just trigger it so I can get it tomorrow if I want, but, um, actually went by, went through scooters today and, uh, um, Derek was in line in front of me. So he actually bought my, my drink today. So I'm like, well, I was going to use my birthday, <laughs> a free, my, my free birthday beverage, but he bought it, which is really nice. So, uh, anyway. All right. So how's everybody doing? Hope you guys are having a great week. Let's see this weekend. What happened? Oh, green Bay lost. Yeah. Great. They played good. It was a good game. It was a good game, but they did lose. So I wasn't that sad about it because they got further than I thought they would anyway, beating Dallas. Um, but, man, they, they really could have won that game. But uh, it's going to be fun to watch them in the future. And uh, Jordan Love did a good job. But, yes, it was a good game anyway. And Chiefs won. Watch that game too. So Chiefs won. That was a good game as well. But all the games except for the Ravens game came down to the wire. But they were good games. But there you go. Anyway, outside of that, don't know what else is going on. Had jury duty yesterday, so I wasn't even here all day. Wasn't selected, which is why I'm here today. Um, but uh, yeah, so now, now I'm free for a year because they didn't select me. But <laughs> since I went through the process, uh, anyway, all good there. So all right, well, I think that's about it for news updates. Mm-hmm. But I did get a Maverick Monday done video done. Yeah. So for those of you that didn't didn't notice, I actually recorded that at home. Uh, cause I was like, okay, well, if we get like, when you're out for the report, like it was an hour and 45 minute lunch. And I'm like, well, I can record a video, but I don't have time to get back to the dealership. So I ate lunch and then recorded that video real quick. And then when I got done, uh, then I edited and uploaded it last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got her done. Um, that's how that got done. That's about all I got done yesterday, uh, for work. Uh, so there you go. But, <laughs> all fun. I'm reading back through the comments. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, I got a, this thing here in my way. I can't see it. I had to go pick up dog food before I came here. So, <laughs> ah, that's why I was running late because Levo <laughs> was like, Hey, I, they didn't have our dog food. Can you go by and see if they have it now? So, he checked like Sunday. So, I went by and they didn't have it in its normal spot. And he's like, They must not still have it anymore. I was like, Have you checked the aisles? Because it's lined with dog food. And he's like, <laughs> I checked, it's not there. Sure enough, if you go all the way down the aisle, turn, it is in the center aisle, just all the way down at the end. So I was like, um, did you check here? No. Well, I found it. 
He's like, I got to cats and I stopped. <laughs> oh, if you keep going, there's more dogs. All right. So as you're on the live stream, we do have dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see me snacking later, cheesecake is one of my favorite. And these are nice little, uh, what, two bite live yes. stream, two bite. <laughs> if I wasn't a live stream, maybe a one bite here, but <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, can't eat them all. I'm taking them home as well for, uh, to share, to share. Um, 63 of them in there. So <laughs> three different uh, flavors. Well, we might try each of the different flavors, uh, today. Let's see. What are they? Um, we got, um, New York cheese, uh, New York style cheesecake. That'd probably be the plain one. Yeah. Caramel chocolate chip cheesecake. Ah, I need that light. You want to go turn it back on? Yeah. It's the one right across from us, right? Oh, it's wait, the hallway. They shut the lights out on us. <laughs> so. He doesn't normally turn off the lights. Yep. He doesn't know which ones we need. All right. And then the last is the strawberry swirl cheesecake. So, which I like strawberry too. So, there you go. So, those are the ones we'll, we'll try those. Um, so, yeah, that'll be all good. So, anyway, it'll be fun. So, we'll try those later. We'll see. Later. <laughs> Get through the stuff we need to talk about. We won't talk about it during some of it. But, all right. Um, how's everything else going? We will talk later. I, I didn't have a lot of things. I'm like, what am I? Each each week, I'm like, what am I going to talk about this week? There's nothing like in the news or whatever, uh, and uh, that I can talk about and uh, for the on my mind. In fact, I don't even know if I have an is it true. Um. Anyway, we'll figure that out. But for on my mind, I got a birthday wish list, things that I'd like to have for the Bronco. Anyway tell you guys what all we've done to the bronco and then what we'd like to do to the bronco so i usually share that with my members we'll share it in this one later so all right yeah. anyway sorry i'm uh yeah not talking i'm finding members there you go uh so yeah if you uh of course if you uh, we'll go over here and do that so um not to forget not to forget to talk about that but if you do want to become a member yeah you just click on the join button there beside mm -hmm. the subscribe. So a lot, uh, had somebody actually reached out and said, I want to join. Where do I find that? And uh, any of the videos uh, down there where the subscribe button is, it's going to be right beside it. It'll say join. Uh, so it won't say membership. It'll say join. Click on that join. It gives you a little more information about what's entailed in membership. Now, if you're an iPhone user, you may not see it if you're on a tablet or, an, or a phone. But if you go up to little A and big A on a, on a browser, and hit request desktop site, then you'll find it. So that's uh, kind of iPhone. Uh, Apple kind of hides it there on mobile and, and tablets. So if you're on a, a Mac, then you'll be able to see it. But um, <laughs> And then all of our membership content you'll be able to find. Actually, if you're on the, the channel now, I have it in, in the list of videos and as such. If you just scroll down, you'll find it. But you can also click on the membership tab and find all our, the membership content. So we do a, a member live on Friday at 4 uh, we go over members' orders, um, but also kind of chat and see what's going on. Maybe they bring up some things and great topics and ideas for the live stream. Um, and then um, then on Saturday, we do a lot walk. Or I do a lot walk. We walk the lot and everything. And, some you know, it's kind of more behind the scenes, some other things, show things going on in, in the showroom, maybe things with a dealership that people may not be aware of. So it's kind of more of an insider kind of little community there. So, we do um, shorts yeah. like on our trips we do extra mm -hmm. little yep. shorts or yep. you know videos mm -hmm. just for the members holidays we tend to do a, a short here mm -hmm. or there showing off family time and such yep which brings up i don't think i mentioned i mentioned it to the members but i haven't mentioned it to the public yet i will be going to nada um this year oh, yeah. uh, which is coming up um next week <coughs> actually 
uh, fly out Wednesday oh and get back um, Sunday. So I'll be at NADA there. And um, I think the only night we have something going on is Thursday night. So if anybody wants to get together, have dinner or something like that, or hang out, you know, one of the bars or something. Um, I think we're staying at the wind, but um, you know, yeah, we can join up. So email me, uh, Timothy Bartz at Gmail. If you want to uh, do a meetup or something, uh, again, we'll fly in Wednesday afternoon, have no plans on Wednesday. We just need to be there for Thursday morning sessions. Uh, so if you want to be new Wednesday night, something like that, uh, we could do that uh, or on the weekend, Friday or Saturday. We're not flying out till Sunday morning early though. So I can't stay up too late because it's like 6.30 flight. Yeah. I don't like that. I guess want to get back so people can spend time with their family and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not too bad though. We're flying out of Wichita. So, all right. Anyway, enough of that, but yeah, going to go to NADA and hopefully the Ford dealer um, meeting will be fun and educational. So mm -hmm. anyway, all right. Got a lot of members in there. Yeah. How many people we got? We have here? not hit the 300 mark. We actually are below 200 at this point. On numbers. Numbers. Okay. Normally we were running around 250, but yeah. we're running a little low right now. All right. I think we had a, a bunch of members join when they placed their Maverick order. So they could see what's going so on. So they could see what was going on and then dropped off after. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. We like I like community. a yeah, I like a smaller group of people that wanna wanna just smaller hang group out. that wanna hang out, chat. We yep. have the, the Discord. Yes, we, Discord. we have the Discord chat so we can all keep in touch when we're not in the live stream. Yep. All, all right. right. You want to highlight that graphic up? Highlight some members here. All right. We'll start off with Ghostang. One of the first ones in there. I couldn't see the top comments. It stops after a certain point. Uh, we have Bucko saying, hey, Ridgeview. And if you don't know who Ridgeview is, he is one of our moderators. Uh, he greets everyone and helps us keep everything civil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and actually, here's his, here's his. Sarah's supposed to decorate the office tonight, folks. Maybe there'll be cake and ice cream. I forgot to decorate. When you run a late, that happens. Yeah. I came in today. Was glad to not see the decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I was choking on Friday. See in the member life um, that I was going to decorate his entire office before he came in. You're probably wondering if I was going to even be here today. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, you told me you'd be here. Not till like four thirty. Yeah. But I didn't have time to go to the store before work, so that's what happens. We have Anthony Sparaccio. Happy birthday, Larry Perry. Also, happy birthday. And Larry is getting his Maverick soon. Awesome. I know we have a couple members picking theirs up Friday, Thursday and Friday, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. Craig Mock, happy 21st birthday, Tim. Awesome. Hopefully get, well, wait, he's got a Bronco on order with us, but I don't think it's a, we'll talk about, we'll talk about scheduling in a second. Yeah. Francis Arigo, hey gang, just got back last night from my 5,000 mile road trip from Kansas wow. and his Maverick. I think they're. They headed up to Maine and then they back headed up down. To Maine, and now I think they're getting ready to head back or head down to Florida. I think they just got down back down to Florida. That's probably oh, okay. how they got the 5,000 mile trip. Probably. 
We have Sean Watkins. Hey, everyone. Our Quibido. Good. Happy birthday, Monday. It's Tuesday, though. <laughs> hey, I'll survive the freezer here in St. Louis. It's short weather this weekend. Where what was it? 38 or 40 today? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Mm -mm. Uh, unless it was windy. The green Maki. We'll talk about the Maki in a little bit. Uh, we have Aurora here, which she's not showing up as a member, but I know she's a member. Yeah. We haven't been able to figure that out. Yeah. But I don't know how to log it in probably to the wrong to the yeah. account. Getting logged into the member account, but yes, yeah. she is. Mike M. Hello, Richview. We have Niles Gridley. Hi, friends and family. How is everyone? He is one of our he's our other moderator uh, and our aftermarket expert. He is one of our aftermarket specialists here at Law MacArthur. So if you have any questions pertaining to aftermarket or performance, drop them below and he can help you out. That's right. Hello all. Happy birthday, Mr. Bartz from Jack Evans. He said later, he said member for life. So I'm counting <laughs> on you for that. Uh, we have happy birthday, Mr. Tim. Woohoo from Gino. Uh, Rushman, happy birthday, Tim. You know, this will be the probably because, you know, for the <coughs> my birthday to land on a live stream night, it's going to only happen like once every, what, six or seven years. So mine's on Wednesday. So. But then the next year would be a Tuesday, right? Possibly. Year after that? No, last year it was Monday. It was on Labor Day last year. Oh, that's right. And then because this year is a leap year. It moves to Wednesday. It moves to Wednesday. So it could be seven years for you two. <laughs> Six. Mm -hmm. All right. Tim's just a kid from Midcoast, Maine. Uh, Brian Foster. Hello, everyone from gorgeous Southern California. We have Steve P here. Hey, from Phoenix. Happy birthday. ML Culpepper. Do we spot a few more gray hairs? Join the club. <laughs> and RagnarCon. I'll let y'all read that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I do have a birthday buddy. Actually, I have two that I know of. So there's a someone emailed me and said his birthday is today as well, um, about 20 years before me. So, um, but he's, uh, so Mike, uh, he is a birthday buddy. He actually, he has a Maverick. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they actually growing up in high in high school, we actually had a I had a high school classmate graduated. Basically, we were born on the same day in seven in seventy one. Um, so we were born the same day, and so all through high, high school, we always celebrate our birthdays together. So we're birthday buddies, and uh, so high school uh, classmate there. But there you go. And we got Elizabeth just popped in with a member chat. Seventeen months, Elizabeth. It's been a member. Pretty awesome. I don't know if you can get that one. Grab that one or not. Here we go. There it is. I want to make a highlights. There you go. So member for 17 months. And thank you for birthday wishes to everybody. All right. So there we go. Any others? All right. Videos this last week. Uh, of course, did the Maverick Monday yesterday. As well as last week. That's going. I think those are going pretty fun. Hopefully you guys are enjoying those. At some point we'll get. We'll do one on the deep sleep issue and such and get to the bottom of that. Um, I'm going to do some investigating on that. So anyway, we'll at some point do that. But um, yeah, we'll do more and more of these 
and talking about those. And hopefully you guys saw the one yesterday and things that you may not see that you thought you were going to have when you're 23 that now goes to 24 that you won't see. So um, anyway, so there you go. But all right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what are the videos last week? Um, not sure. I am working on a Maverick uh, Maverick Mach E video. Mach EGT. We'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, but I'll be doing my complete guide video on that. Um, hopefully, I can record get that recorded tomorrow. See if I can get some time. Uh, if I need to, I'll stay a little late to get it done, but we'll hopefully get that live for you guys for maybe Thursday. So I'll be looking for that video. If you're looking to place an order for a Mach E, we'll talk about what I ordered recently. Uh, anyway, all right. And don't forget about all the channels that we support down in the description. Um, All Train Nation, Johnny's Car Care Reviews, Allie, Du Bois. Um, <laughs> of course, a lot of our, there's several of our members, including RagnarCon, that has a channel. So check those channels out if you're wanting to find some uh, good channels. Uh, there's those, some of the channels that uh, I follow and support. So there you go. Don't forget about those. And what else? I think that's it. You're typing away over there. You got any, uh, you want to go over the. Uh... The dealer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do the. Set you ready? Package found out it was delayed. Should arrive Thursday or Friday from Arquibido. <clears throat> ah. All right. You ready? Yes. All right, I have one from Maverick Truck Club from Crazy B86. Darlings Ford and Bangor. <clears throat> Emmy is Maine, right? Yeah. Bangor, Maine was great. I did my order with Rick Souther, but he was on leave at the time my Maverick arrived. I worked with Nate Morris to wrap up the deal. I don't recall offhand or have the paperwork handy with the name of the man I worked with in finance. All involved were excellent. I got my truck at MSRP plus tax, title, and documentation. They made a solid trade-in offer right out the gate and got me an APR matching the lowest I would have been able to get through my own credit union. They did initially add their maintenance package but were forthright about it being in the initial payment estimate and removed it no problem when I declined it. I declined any extended warranty as I didn't want to finance it, but the gentleman in finance gave me his card and offered to sell it at current pricing if I reached out to him later pending in any increase out of his control. Aside from the wait to get the truck, it was by far the smoothest purchasing experience I've had with any dealer. And that was Darlings Ford in Bangor, Maine. I've been there. That's where we flew into. That's and right. then Bridgeview came and picked me up. And uh, from what I understand, that's where Stephen King lives. Yes. The author. Uh, he has a house there. Yeah, he's got a house there. I didn't go see it, but supposedly Ridgeview knows where it's at. Anyway, um, all right. Uh, let's see what else. All right, we ready for uh, scheduling information? I think so. We're not quite at. Uh, we're right at twenty minutes. So I oh. actually told people in the Maverick Truck Club, they're okay. asking about these constraint lists and everything. I was like, hey, about seven twenty, I'm going to go and talk about scheduling notes. If you really want to know all the insights, you got to check it out. So, all right. So Gino Abing has had this deep sleep problem for months now with okay. his Maverick. Finally, it went away with a recall reprogram on their Maverick. Is that the one for the taillight? I think so. Because I know that's a software update. So thing. probably with the software update, they probably did a good reset on it, reprogram, and it solved his deep sleep issue. All right. Anybody else out there that has the deep sleep issue and get the recall, get the recall let me know <laughs> if it went away. 
So, because I always thought the deep sleep issue was more that it was um, if you're not driving it that often. I know well, that that always happened to our fusion hybrid. Right. Well, your fusion, the fusion that well, it's ours now. Yeah. And Lebo didn't drive it for about six days, and it went into deep sleep. We had to jump it. Yeah. Well, and it'll warn you that it's going into deep sleep before. But we don't have the Ford Pass app. Yeah. I'm saying when you get that four pass, it'll tell you it's we going to deep sleep. We don't have it connected. Well, and I even had, I think it was the Bronco that said it's going to the deep sleep and on my, even on my Bronco. So, cause I wasn't driving it that much last, last winter, I didn't drive the Bronco much. And, um, so it kind of sat like almost all winter. Yeah. And maybe uh, I should see so if, um, now I've learned I drive it at least every Saturday, if not before or, or yeah, your mom drives it usually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had problems in my C-Max with it doing like pairing and some of some other stuff. And I was like, can you guys do some diagnostics and see if this needs an update or something? Sure enough, it needed an update. So maybe the Fusion needs an update. I don't know. That That's good information. And it could be, you know? it also could be a bad battery. So it could be a solution too. Because I, I know there's some. replace that battery. I know some of that. Yes. Yeah. Yours I did. But. I mean, if you don't drive it for a long time, it's going to happen. Yes. It's just, it's just a given. Six days seems short. Maybe. But not in the cold. It was before the cold. Oh. I don't know. It was before the severe cold. It was when, when Lebo had COVID. So I need information from people. What I need is I need you to let me know that if your vehicle is going to deep sleep, what are the conditions? What's, you know, are you driving it? Um, you know, what's it doing exactly? For me to understand what the deep sleep is because because i don't have a vehicle that has that i have an ecoboost and i'm not having the issues and i think most people are are hybrid that are having an issue not ecoboost yeah but so. if you ever think that if you're going out of town and you're like you're going to park at the airport and you're going to be gone for a week and you know your vehicle might go into deep sleep mode don't worry you can grab a jump pack from walmart or somewhere we got ours at walmart and it works great it's about the we should get like we should market that to our Maverick people. A Ford Vita guide jump box, jump pack. <laughs> and like, it's about have this a nice, It's not too expensive. We'll get a I bag for was, it. I think ours was $60. <laughs> and it was from Walmart. wasn't bad. And we just keep that in our car charged up. So take that with you to the airport. Leave it in your vehicle. When you're not in the trunk, don't leave it in the trunk. Because you'll have to do a manual release for it at that point. Leave it. You know, in the back seat or something where you can easily access the, access it. Anyways, real yeah. quick, see Aurora, she was Ooh. with us. She picked us. She was there when uh, she picked us up too at the airport, and we went out to eat. And Aurora went with us, and uh, they. She's the one that said that they've uh, been to Stephen King's house a couple of times and met him a couple uh, twice. Book yeah. signings. So um, Aurora, have you talked to Lebo? He is a huge Stephen King fan. I don't know if you got to talk to him when you were here in August, but yeah. huge Stephen King fan. He wants to go see on our honeymoon. We saw, we did a tour of the Stanley hotel because that's where he got the inspiration for the shining. Yeah. I don't read all right. his books anyway. Back okay. on track. All right. What were you going to say track. about what Do you have any questions? Oh, if you have any questions while we're going through this, drop an at Sarah Davis below with your question. Um, if I don't, I won't answer it right away. I'm going to pull it aside for the end of our topic. If it pertains to a topic, we'll answer it. If not, we'll answer it when it pertains to a topic later on or during the Q&A. Yep. So pop those in there. And uh, 
Oh, maybe we'll have a few more extra people from Maverick Truck Club. Doesn't look like it. But anyway, um, sometimes I include the, the Q&A after scheduling information into that video because I separate that into its own video for Wednesday. Um, I think some people just wait for that video, but there you go. Um, anyway, so we'll get into this and, you know, we'll probably even maybe towards the end, we'll talk about some things that are going on in some of the different groups. And I forgot to put an image up there, but anyway, um, we'll kind of talk about what those sheets mean. They're floating around a lot on all the forms and, uh, um, with no explanation of what any of this stuff means. And so then people have to answer them each week. It's like a different set of people. They're like, Oh, it looks like this and this and this It's going to take me forever. And there's actually more to it than that. And uh, people just don't explain it. So I need to have like a canned phrase. So when every week when they pop it in there, I just go in there and put that in there on all the different forums. Um, might not be a bad idea. <laughs> or maybe I should do a video just on that. <laughs> and then put, pop that video in there every week. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. You got to watch this if you're new to this. Uh, anyway. All right. So, yeah, put your questions in. Uh, but all right. Let's get going. Let's go on over here to scheduling information all right so for this week we're going to go over scheduling notes i might actually put the glasses i might make it easier for me to see um but we'll see how things go and uh so we'll go over through uh scheduling information uh for and again this is for this week um there's a couple of sheets uh that you're seeing floating around on social media and different forums and such a what they call a commodity constraint report that shows you know different uh, trim levels options and such that maybe are constrained versus the u.s capacities and such and we'll explain a little bit of that but also some people are actually floating around the scheduling information sheet, which isn't supposed to be you know, floating around either. And some of them, they say, can contradict each other. So we'll try to explain it the best we can. If you have questions about it, again, drop them down in uh, the comments. Uh, or if you're watching this live, then put that at Sarah Davis in there and we'll answer your questions about that. All right. So first, we need to talk about um, the terms. We'll run through those. All right, so the first one is the order bank. So order bank is where um, dealer places all stock and retail orders. So when you put a an order in, you're not putting the order in with Ford. You're putting the order in with your dealer, and your dealer submits it in the order bank to Ford. So you're technically ordering from your dealer, and the dealer orders from Ford. Hopefully that makes sense. A retail order is a customer-placed order. So that would be if you want a vehicle, Right, you find one. There's not one on the on the lot that it fits the criteria you're looking for. Then you can place an order at that time in the order bank. A stock order is where orders are placed by the dealer for stock or lot inventory. So, if a dealer has uh, so many retail orders, they can put stock orders in. If they have more allocations, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, than what they have retail orders, they have to put stock orders in to fulfill those allocations and then start gaining some stock inventory on their lot so people can just come in and buy right off of that and not have to order priority code a priority code a party is uh, uh, a dealer is giving to the orders so uh retail orders those ones for customers are anywhere from a zero three through 19 the lower the better kind of like a golf score 20 to 80 are for stock um and so you know stock orders or retail orders are always looked at first before a stock with the same configuration i gotta say that and emphasize that because there are some people that says this isn't fair i have a priority three but yet i'm seeing priority tens at the same dealership getting scheduled why is that it's because you don't have the configuration that ford is looking for uh, that is the first criteria 
if they can only schedule XLT Mavericks right now that are that are EcoBoost, and you have an XL Hybrid, that's not the criteria they're looking for. That's why where maybe a 10 that has that configuration would be selected for an 03. So I want to make sure everybody knows that. Scheduling, that is when Ford schedules an order for production dates in the future. That's what we're talking about here uh, this week. What is Ford scheduling for production? Production dates are uh, when the Ford plans to build your vehicle or your order. Um, a lot of times when they first get scheduled, they get scheduled to the day or to the week. And then as they get closer, they'll get scheduled to the day, the actual day of the week. Um, and then allocations. Uh, Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule their orders. A dealer needs an allocation to schedule an order in the order bank. So if they have orders in there, but they don't have allocations, then that orders don't get scheduled. A dealer earns allocations from their sales of each model within their region. And then uh, also, depending on how many stock or in transit vehicles they have, which is why we got zero this month is because we have enough coming in in transit than what we are needing. They, they feel like we sell in the next several months. So that's why we got a zero. Um, constraints, that is options that are in short supply or may take longer to build. We'll talk about some of those where we talk about limited and exhausted availability. That would be some of those constraints. Capacity, that is a planned production rate of a given motor, trim, or option. So when we say something is, something is being built at a 45% you know, capacity, that's how many they're going to build within that production cycle that we're looking at scheduling this week. Job one and two, uh, that's production run within the model year. Uh, so they'll split into two different runs uh, in case I need to make any changes to production, to supplies or something like that. Um, they'll change that and halfway through the year. That allows them to do that and keep production going. Balance out, uh, that is <coughs> the end of production, balancing out um, to produce a certain option model, sometimes a color that they'll balance out. And that usually happens towards the end of the model year production. Uh, we know Edge and Explore are getting close to that for scheduling. Uh, they're going to produce through, what, I think April, I believe. So that's where you'd see kind of see that come into play. So... There we go. So that is that information. So again, you know, hopefully I explained most of that. If you have any questions, of course, we can uh, get to those towards the end. Um, and we'll try to explain it as we go. Uh, the first vehicle I want to talk about is the 24 model year Mustang. Um, there's currently 823 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were 1391, which means they scheduled at least 500 retail orders. Plus, they probably scheduled some stock ones, too. I know we had some stock ones scheduled. Um, their March estimated um, to make about 2,990 um, Mustangs for March, uh, which is what they're scheduling for right now. The order banks are open up if you want to place an order for a Mustang or a Dark Horse if a dealer has a Dark Horse allocation. Dark Horse is allocated separately from the other Mustang models uh, or trim levels. Um, they are going to be scheduling this week for main commitment. Main commitment means sometimes you'll see retail only. Sometimes you'll see main commitment. Main commitments means that you'll see some stock ones as well. So if a dealer gets, you know, so many allocations, like we're supposed to get four Mustang allocations and we didn't get them all scheduled last week, then they're going to try to uh, give us those stock ones since we didn't have retails. Um, they are scheduled for the weeks of March 4th through the weeks of March 25th. Um, current exhaust availability items are the Mustang Night Pony package and the 18 by 8.5 inch machine face aluminum wheel with the high gloss ebony black painted pockets. Now, when we hear exhausted, um, there are several different terms we're going to hear. We're going to hear limit availability, exhaust availability. One that you don't ever see really is no availability. So 
exhausted is not the very worst. It could be no availability at all. Like we're seeing, we'll see on the Broncos sport, no availability. And we'll talk about that an option there, but this is exhaust availability, which means that they don't have a lot. So they can't schedule a lot. Uh, limited means they're, you know, it's not quite, I don't know the percentage or anything, but um, it's not going to be the full capacity. Let's just say that. So um, like no night pony package normally would be a certain capacity amount. Um, when it's exhausted, that means they can't hit that capacity. So they have to put exhausted on there uh, just so that dealers know that it, you have a, a, a good likeliness that that was won't get scheduled but there are some that could get scheduled and we've seen that a lot we've seen people with an exhausted availability still get scheduled um so that uh, it can still happen moving on to the 24 model year escape uh, currently there's 334 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank last week i think we looked at that it was like 465 um their estimated march pr uh, production is 6,000 vehicles and uh, that will so you know we aren't it looks like that they only scheduled like a few um retails usually the first week uh they'll schedule retails first and then they'll start getting to the main commitment like this in here they are going to be scheduled to the main commitment so if a dealership like us has allocations but don't they don't have any retail orders they're going to start scheduling those stock orders um and so we're not seeing that number of how many stock orders are in the order bank order banks are open up for the escape for all trim levels um, the weeks that they're going to schedule for this week is the weeks of March 4th through a week of March 25th. Um, it says we will not be scheduling any, um, hybrids for us stock. So no stock hybrids will get scheduled this week. Um, just a little note there for that. Um, and then really on, on the escape there, I don't, I don't see any really major constraints, uh, on anything there. So. Next is a 24 model year Bronco Sport. Um, current, currently 184 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. So only 184. Um, and then last week it was 267. So they did schedule probably some stock ones, or actually I think last week was retail only. So they got those, they got those scheduled. Um, their planned production for this, for March production is 3,000 units. They're scheduling for March dates. Um, order banks are open up right now for all trim levels. Um, and they are planning to schedule this week for main commitment. So probably dealers like for us, um, we didn't have a lot of retail orders, so they're going to take some stock ones. There are going to be a lot of dealers in that same situation. So they are scheduling for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Um, no scheduling for Badlands um, until mid-March. So probably of the 184, most of those are, are Badlands. Um, so just uh, for FYI on that. Now, exhaust availability for the tech package that's optional on the Outer Bank, uh, as well as the convenience package that's optional on the Big Ben and the free wheeling. The black appearance package is optional on the Big Ben, as well as the 250, 225-65 R17 all-season tire. Um, so those are exhaust availabilities. Again, not, not necessarily that it won't schedule. Uh, it still could, but it's very exhausted with only 184 unscheduled retail orders. Uh, if you have a non-Badlands, probably a good chance, even with exhaust availability on some of those items. So just keep that uh, in mind uh, and keep hope alive there. Next is the 24 model year Edge. Uh, currently only 276 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were 1,186. Uh, with the planned production of 8,250 units to be built in March, probably wondering why didn't all 276 get scheduled. Some of those might have uh, because of dealer allocations. If a dealer didn't have enough allocations, but they had more orders and allocations, 
then they wouldn't get scheduled and might need to go into the next month. Some of it had, could be that that order that's still in there is for ST, which they have no availability for. Um, so order banks are open up for everything except for the ST, it looks like. Um, but I've heard that it's going to be closing soon. So get those last orders in. They are scheduling this week for the weeks of March 11th through March 25th for main commitment, which would mean stock in retails, depending on to fulfill the dealer's allocations. Exhaust availability for the Edge SEL version. That's 201A Equipment Group. And then all Edge ST orders with the 27 engine um, are now balanced out. So there you go. There's your where we mentioned that balance out. Balance out means they're done. They're done scheduling for production any ST orders. Um, so some of those 276 are probably in there and will just stay in there and won't get scheduled because some of those, um, I think actually, I have my notes on that. What do I do with them? Let me double check that because I think that on edge, yeah, there's, there's currently... Of the 276, 45% of them are the ST version. So if you look at that, so you're talking 100 and some of those that we'll just set in there. So um, anyway, so that's kind of how that works. All right, moving on to the 24 model year Ranger. Uh, currently only 1,575 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, excluding Raptor. Um, last week there was 2,717, and last week they scheduled retail onlys. So they scheduled 1,200 vehicles. Uh, last week. So March estimated production is 3,500 units, 700 Raptors. Um, and so you can kind of see there that how many more they could schedule. So they really probably could schedule the rest of those Rangers if dealers have enough allocations. So again, you need an allocation to schedule an order. So if a dealer has more orders than the allocations, that's where we probably wouldn't see all 1,500 get scheduled, but we should get close, hopefully. Order banks are open up for the 24 Ranger. They are scheduling for main commitment, so that would be, of course, retails was last week. This week, they might get some stock if dealers have allocations but don't have enough retail orders. They'll probably schedule some stock ones as well. Um, they are scheduling for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Um, no scheduling for Raptor orders this week, so if you're waiting for that, it will not schedule this week. Uh, limited availability for the 18-inch alloy wheel, which is a part of the Chrome appearance package. So... If you're looking for that, again, limited availability, not 100% not happening. Uh, they will always focus on those retail orders first uh, with that. Keep that in mind. Uh, 24 model year Bronco. Um, they did not schedule last week, by the way. I know they said they were going to. And on Friday, we get an email saying, or Thursday, I think it was, that they were not going to be scheduling. They're putting that off till this week. Um, so there's currently uh, 5,775 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there was 5,174. So about 600 orders were put in in the last week into the order bank. Um, so they are estimated to, to produce 8,000 um, Broncos this in the month of March. Also 1,150 Raptors and 358 uh, heritage limited editions as well so on top of that so we're talking 91 9400 or something 9500 vehicles total um we're going to talk about later in the video or in the live stream about that too so priority scheduling for raptor heritage limited heritage and everglades this week uh so that was supposed to happen last week got pushed off it'll probably happen this week um, i know we had four heritage edition orders that were previewing That'll probably get scheduled this week. Um, so, 
All right. And then best availability is the, the two-door Heritage Limited stock orders, it says. Raptor orders will require a mix in the order bank of 50% with the standard wheel and 50% with the optional B-lock wheel. Uh, it says, and also 50% vinyl and 50% leather. So 50-50 on all of those. So depending on what you have in your in there, um, you know, pretty good a 50 50 chance there order banks are open up right now for the 24 model year bronco with the exception of the heritage limited edition and the heritage edition so keep that in mind and uh so there you go all right and uh i mean really on any of these i've heard some people say hey don't you know don't put you know a certain package on there but about all of the the configurations are within capacity um, the ones that are probably be the, the hardest ones is always heritage editions, which those order banks are closed. But go ahead and place your orders, put in what you want about all of them within capacity um, and shouldn't take too long to get scheduled for about everything. So, I mean, even your I know the sheet has been floating around on the Bronco 6G, even your black diamond. If you're looking to get one of those, don't feel like you can't place that because they're over capacity. They are not. Again, remember. There's a column there that shows, hey, 12% of the orders are black diamond, but their capacity is 8%. Again, 12% of the unscheduled orders are black diamond, but their capacity is a different number. Their capacity is what we talked about, 8,000 units. So 8% of 8,000, that's how many you know um, black diamonds they plan to schedule. What's that, about 1,000? So it's still within the capacity of 682. So um, you should be good in about any configuration that you're looking for. Just place that order. Shouldn't take you too long to get too schedule, scheduled anymore on a Bronco. So, uh, but you might check some dealer lots. There are a lot um, of vehicles there's at dealer lots, and there's a lot of dealers that are willing to make deals on those, including us. We're below MSRP on all of our Broncos that are in stock. Come all right, take one from us. Yes, <laughs> um, we need to sell six. That's our objective this month. <laughs> We sold two. We need four more. Let's let's get them going. All right. Um, Twenty-four model year Maverick is next. Um, there's currently nineteen thousand three hundred seventy-eight unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week there was twenty-three thousand and seventy-five. So they scheduled almost four hundred. So what three hundred three thousand seven hundred or something they scheduled last week, uh, which was retail only scheduling. Their uh, March estimate is eighty-three hundred. Um, vehicles uh, for the month of March. Uh, they've been making about 13,000, made 10,000 in December. Uh, 8,300 for March is what the plan is. Um, and they're doing, they are scheduling this week for the weeks of March uh, 4th through March 25th. Get that out. Um, and then limited availability for the following items hybrid, the XL version. And the black appearance package was optional on the XLT and Lariat. So that's limit availability, not exhausted and not, you know, closed completely. Exhaust availability for these three items, the hard trifold tonneau cover, the splash guards, the front and rear, and the uh, the wheel that's on the XL and XLT, the 225-65 R17 uh, tire. So again, exhausted doesn't mean it won't schedule. So again, keep that in mind. We're still going to see some of those scheduled. Probably why we did see last week that four on less than four thousand got scheduled. When they still have another four more thousand they can schedule, they'll probably get those others scheduled. But a lot of them had configurations that they couldn't quite schedule last week. Now parts could be a different outlook this week, and we could start seeing some of those scheduled. 
Now, if you have an EcoBoost, that's going to help your order out. You know, if you have, um, you know, even the Black Appearance package is kind of constrained. But if you maybe you have an FX4 EcoBoost, you get a different wheel, right? And so that can make a different tire as well. So that can help your order uh, too. So keep that in mind. There's some things there uh, that will help. I know that same, you know, the same sheets floating out on Maverick uh, Truck Club truck club as well we might talk about during the is it true section about that and about whether or not you know what's true and what you need to learn from that and know that that second column where it says retail u.s order bank usob is u.s order bank that's how many of the 19,378 orders are have that option on there like 87 percent of the 19,000 is hybrid their capacity is 55 percent well 55 percent of 8,000 is 4,000 vehicles. So again, you got to look at it that way. So if you do have a hybrid, it will take more than a month maybe to get your scheduled. So, um, and then, you know, same way on, on the others as well, you know, XL 60% of the, the 19,000 are XL orders with 23% being their capacity of the 8,300 for this month. Right. So that's what you need to look at when you look at that report. So, all right. See, moving on, um, we do have 24 model year Explorer. Um, that is um, last, let's see, unscheduled retail orders is about 174. Oh, by the way, Maverick order banks are open up. If you want to place an order, you can. Uh, again, use the kind of the layout of some of the things that I mentioned and, and placing that order and thinking about maybe putting an EcoBoost Tremor would be a great order if you're looking for getting one scheduled pretty fast. And it's a pretty cool and fun little car to drive. All right. Back to 24 model year Explorer. Uh, currently 174 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Not too many. Last week it was 669. So you can see that they scheduled most of the, the retail orders. Um, they're estimated... Uh, to produce 9,800 units in March. Um, and uh, order banks are open up. Don't want to forget mentioning that for the Explorer, but will probably close quickly. So place that order if you want one. They are scheduled for main commitment, so that could be some stock as well as retail orders. If there's, uh, well, of course, there's only 174 retail orders in there, they'll try to get those scheduled first. But then also if a dealer has allocations and no retail orders, they'll give them stock orders. They're scheduled for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Limit availability for the following options, the 2.3 liter EcoBoost engine, the 3.0 liter EcoBoost engine as well, uh, the platinum version, the trail version, uh, I said trail version, I think they mean the um, Timberline edition right there. Um, again, some of the time, sometimes the factory uses different terminologies than we do. Um, 21 inch bright machine face aluminum wheel with a luster nickel painted pockets. That's the one that's standard on the platinum, which is probably why the platinum is restricted, as well as the 10.1 uh, LCD portrait style touchscreen, which you'll find in the tech package. Um, that's uh, limited, as well as the ST high performance package as well. Uh, exhaust availability for the base, the limited the King Ranch, the ST line, and also the wheel, the premium, the 20 inch premium painted aluminum wheel. It's optional on the XLT 202A that is standard on the limited 300 301A, as well as a 20 inch 10 spoke aluminum wheel with the King Ranch center caps that's standard on the King Ranch. Uh, so again, we see some, some availability issues on some of these. Not sure what that leaves because, you know, base version looks like XLT non 202A might not be a bad idea or a 202 with the stock wheel would be a great one as well if you're looking to get one scheduled so there you go all right 
Next is the 24 model year expedition. Uh, currently 611 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week there were 772, so they scheduled about 160 of the retail orders, maybe some stock ones. Uh, order banks are open up. Current production for March is supposed to be 2,500 units, so not a lot for expedition. They are scheduling this week for main commitment, so they'll they're willing to open to schedule some stock ones to help dealers fulfill their allocations. Scheduling for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Um, to be selected for scheduling, the Platinum will require the 22-inch wheel, and XLT will require the optional 20-inch wheel. A couple different wheel options required to get those XLT and Platinum scheduled. New availability. Rear entertainment system is available for scheduling. So that was one of those that said was not. It is back now. So this is where parts come in, and then they could start scheduling them again. So this is a situation where they were able to get parts now for the rear entertainment system. So now you can go ahead and get those scheduled. So put those on your orders if you want them. Um, exhaust availability for the for the ST, and it says XL in here. That's the STX trim. Um, and then, or actually it'd be the XL without the STX package. And then also limited version is also exhaust availability. So there we go. Um, again, order banks are open up for the 24 model year expedition. 24 model year Mach E, 40 unscheduled retail orders in an order bank. Last week it was 30, so they gained, uh, well, they probably scheduled some, but gained some there. They're planned to produce 4,400 units in the month of March. Uh, order banks are open up for the select, the premium, and now the GT. You can place that GT order. It, the order banks are open up. Not not sure if they're scheduling GTs yet. We'll talk more about that later. Um, they are going to be scheduling main commitments, so stock as well as retail orders for the weeks of uh, February 26th through March 25th for the Mach-E. Um, no major constraints on the Mach-E. All right, next is the 24 model year Super Duty. There's currently 20,629 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. So now Maverick has beat that one now. It's below the, the, the Super Duty. Uh, last week was 23,213 uh, unscheduled retail orders. So they did get about 3,000 scheduled. Um, they are estimated to build 18,255 vehicles in the month of March. And again, sometimes you might see some, like this week, probably start seeing some some stock ones get scheduled uh if they're looking for the certain configuration that there's not retail orders for that dealer um order banks are open up for the 24 model year super duty go ahead and place those orders um scheduling for this week for the kentucky truck plant is the weeks of they're gonna they're scheduling for the production weeks of february 12th through march 18th and for the ohio assembly plant for the weeks of february 26th through march 18th and so there are two different plants that make the super duty most of the kentucky truck plants are your retail orders usually your your ones with beds on them ohio usually is chassis cabs and um trucks without beds and that kind of thing i believe that's the breakdown on that um so there you go they are needing um, xl regular or crew cabs with the 6.8 liter engines um without the standard heavy duty alternator and the fifth wheel gooseneck hitch prep package uh to continue building in ohio and i think that's in ohio uh, maybe even kentucky so f250s and 350 xls so if you have one of those orders that would really help you get scheduled pretty pretty quick um limit availability for the following f550 chassis cab the um 6.7 liter power stroke diesel engine and the in the high output power stroke diesel engine now we'll talk about 
where it says limit availability, it's not exhausted 100%. It's just a very small, a low number. Um, the fuel tank that's included in the uh, 6.7 liter Power Stroke diesel engine on the XL, XLT, or Larry Etts, F350, 450, 550 in the F600s. Um, so there you go. Um, the 65E, which is a 18-inch machine in painted aluminum wheel that's included in the trimmer off-road package. So that might that might hinder a trimmer package getting scheduled. I know there's some people out there with a platinum with a trimmer package. That's going to really be a struggle for you, uh, especially since you probably have the high-power diesel engine as well, which is also on here too. So you have three, a couple things included on here. Also, the 64J wheel, the 17-inch forged polished aluminum wheel uh, that's standard on the Lariat in Platinum F350. Um, also, the, that's the wheel that's optional on the XL and XLT F350 as well. The 4x4 Dana axle uh, that's optional on the F450, 550, and 600 is limited. The rear axle that's optional on the F350, 450, 600 dualies with the 6.7 diesel is also limited availability. And the max recline seats. Um, that's standard on the limited and optional on the Lariat King Ranch and Platinum is also limited availability. So, um, so just know that if you have that, more likely it might take a little longer to get scheduled. Um, it's still showing for this week for the commodity constraint that the diesel, the high output is at 19.5%. Uh, now that might change because usually the, the scheduling information is information that comes from the plant. And the commodity constraint is usually coming from Ford, so that's usually uh, that's usually why there's sometimes a discrepancy there. Um, but most everything should be good, except for the you know, if you have a King Ranch Platinum Limited, those are going to just take longer. There's a lot more orders than what their capacity is. That's why it's taken so long. Uh, trimmer package is actually within its capacity. About seven percent of the twenty thousand orders are trimmer. Their capacity is ten percent each month. So. That's actually trimmers, not with the holdup. If you have like a platinum with the trimmer, it's usually probably the platinum and the high output. If you have that on there, that's that's holding that up. So, all right. Next is a 24 model year F-150. There's currently 4,333 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, um, not counting Raptors. Uh, last week it was 62.96, so they did get some scheduled. Um, Estimated production is 31,588 for the month of March. Also another 4,100 Raptors. That's the 801 and 802A Raptors. And then another 1,400 Raptor R's, which is your 803A. Order banks are open up for the F-150. Uh, so place those orders. They are scheduling for the week of March 18th. Uh, this week, uh, limit availability for the hybrid engine, the 3.5 liter engine, as well as the 18-inch chrome wheel, 18-inch gloss black wheel, and the 18-inch uh, black painted aluminum wheel, as well as the uh, LT26570R18C black sidewall all-terrain tire. So those are the only ones that are constrained there. So, you know, 5.0 looks good. 2.7-liter engine looks good if you have those. And then uh, hopefully you have the optional 20-inch wheel on your uh, any of your appearance packages, and it should be okay uh, with that. So, all right. Um, they are not mentioning F-150 Lightning right now. So I think not, they're pausing scheduling as well as pausing ordering right now for the F-150 Lightning. 24 model year transit. Um, they currently have uh, 6,443 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week it was 6,200. So they gained a couple retail orders. Their estimated production for March is 4,500 units. Uh, order banks are open up for the transits. They are scheduling for the weeks of March 
11th and the week of March 18th. Um, now saying here, we encourage our dealers to submit orders with a 3.5 uh, PFDI V6 engine uh, with remaining allocations. Uh, so, and then also opportunity to schedule uh, trail vans with remaining allocation. Um, and then limit availability for the electric motor, the e-transit, also on for the passenger van bus uh, with all roof heights, the digital rear view camera, which is option 90C, as well as the wheel well liner um, for the front, that's option 15C, and the dark palazzo gray cloth, option 90 or 21Q, sorry, 21Q for that option. Those are the limit availability options for the transit. All right, so there's all that scheduling information right there. All right, now we can open it up for questions. Right. If you have questions, um, hopefully I can help answer those. Okay. All right. So you went over the Maverick yes. spreadsheet. Exhaust availability on the tires, AKL tires that Excel use, yet Ford still scheduled roughly 1,000 XLs for March. Yeah, again, it's exhausted availability, not no availability. Mm -hmm. So we have to keep that in mind. They're just, you know, a lot of times you got to remember they, they make these lists. They've been making these lists for dealers for years. And mainly because for years, you know, you didn't have a lot of retail orders. It was mostly stock. And so these notes are to just let dealers know, hey, if you're putting in a stock order or something like that, they're always going to try to schedule those retail orders. But for a stock order, it was just kind of giving dealerships some information to say, these are things that, you know, if you have an allocation that you need to use, try to stay away from these things so you can fulfill that allocation. They're going to always try to fulfill those retail orders, and they're going to look at those first before any stocks. Because there are some, I bet you there are some dealers out there that have all the retail orders. We're one of them. Well, not we have retail orders, but there are some dealers that will have they have fulfilled all the retail orders at this point, but they're still getting allocations. I mean, the number one dealership in the country more than likely doesn't have retail a lot of retail orders, but they're going to still get 40, 50 allocations this month and they're going to fulfill those with stock. Now, a lot of people out there are going to say that's not fair to me. I get that. I know how that works, mm -hmm. but uh, the way Ford works, and they've been doing this for years. I mean, look at F-150. You can look at about any other model and say they earned their allocations because of what they sold, mm -hmm. right? I mean, heck, we sold, what, 50 Mavericks last month. We deserve our allocations because we sold that many. If we don't have retail orders, we still deserve it because we're a, we're a dealership that's selling and turning the vehicles. They're going to give the vehicles the inventory to those dealers. We um, have the customer base yes. to sell the vehicles. Yes. So if you think about it that way, some of those dealers are smaller dealers. They pertain to a certain market area, and they don't go outside of that market area. So, yeah. like, we get a lot of Super Duty allocations, but someone, one of the other dealers gets a lot of Bronco allocations. Yep. We've, we've had dealerships in the KC region that are, do not like us mm -hmm. because we get a lot of super duty allocations and they're like, why do they get in the allocations instead of me? Well, it's because we're selling them because we took orders last year, this year, and the last couple of years. And we told our farmers and our local customers, Hey, we just need to place your order instead of you waiting for a stock one to show mm -hmm. up because we're not going to get one. So let's just go ahead and place your order. So we took orders during COVID and everything 
that's why we gained the allocations that other dealerships are demanding because they thought all the metro dealers thought there's no way anybody's going to buy a truck without seeing it on your lot like and if you think about it our market area is trucks farmers you know flat land that type of thing you go to colorado you're going to have a lot of off-roaders you're going to have people wanting bronco and things like that where you know they're going off-roading so they may get more allocations for the bronco whereas we get more super duties it's all mm. about what's your market area what are you selling what's your customer base yeah our customer base is trucks maverick and, super duty f-150 and i know that's frustrating for people that have a retail order and is waiting and they have a small dealer mm -hmm. and maybe their dealer has more orders i mean you know that's just i mean Mm -hmm. that's the hard part yeah. um you know and that's why probably there are customers out there and people out there that are putting in multiple orders and i can't blame you you know on mm -hmm. that because how are you to know well let me try and then we had people at our dealership do the same thing yeah. we have some of the mavericks we have that came in that customers did that they placed two orders and then their local dealer got it before we did right and so sometimes they're like you know what i placed one with you because i know you're a higher volume for maverick than my local dealer but i also ordered with them and because i've actually looked up private offers for people that mm -hmm. have orders coming in and they have two private offers because yeah. they re they put in two <laughs> 23 model year orders and both carried over 24. well we also saw like that's, one guy that's how had that happens a 22 rollover order to 23 but then his 23 to 24 was with us and mm -hmm. like so he ordered before with a different dealer and moved over to us but yep. didn't tell us okay we don't mind that yep i helped a customer this week um who their private offer was not showing up and they couldn't find it and they couldn't figure out why and so i reached out i got information from them reached out to the brand manager and come to find out it's because they placed their 23 order with one dealer and their 24 with a different mm. so ford couldn't match up those so that's why they didn't have that private offer in there. Well, they, they went ahead and loaded it manually and gave them his private offer. Yeah. Um, cause they could then at that point could match it up, yeah. um, and, uh, and make it work. So anyway, yeah. next question. All right. Um, or was it Ford has stated that some personnel working on production of the lightning will be reassigned to the Bronco. Will the monthly production of Broncos actually increase? We'll talk about that later. I thought so. Yeah, we're going to talk about that during the dealer news, just right after this segment. So stay tuned. Uh, it's going to be right after these questions. We'll talk about that. It's the first thing we're going to talk about. In dealer news. In the dealer news. All right. So Ghosting says, 483 days since my Maverick order. No private offer certificate yet. Um, your dealer can look that up. You will not get an email. If you're waiting for an email... You won't get one. They might be calling Ford Marketing and they're oh, not showing okay. it. So sure. yours is a situation where I just helped that other customer. So you may email us your information. Uh, yeah. I need your order number. I need everything. I mean, first of all, you're going to find out if your dealership did the COVP. Did they, is it the same name? We had some that didn't show up yeah. and it was because the they had moved. Their, so the address was different. And some of them it was because, was well, we're human beings that are putting in these orders. So we may not put in the 24 order differently than the 23 and it will not match up because of the name. That's why when I actually search for certificate numbers, um, I actually want their email address because I, I found out email addresses usually are pretty accurate. If you got the email from Ford on your 23 as well as the 24, then that means the email address will be right. And so there's a lot of times where I found certificates just by using the email address because when I actually searched their name, I couldn't get it to find, I couldn't find it. But putting the email address in, I found it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually found another little way of doing it. I pulled my COVP list and I know how they, I, I figured out after a couple doing a couple that what the certificate numbers are supposed to be based off of. They're actually based off the authorization number from the COVP from your 23 order. So I figured that out. So I just started putting that in and finding almost a hundred percent of our customers because I knew that I knew that. And since we COVP in 23, they were all there. Mm-hmm. So all right. we were able to find them. So you might try a couple of those things, but your dealership uh, has to do that. But if you send us, if you're, they're struggling, send it to us and I will, uh, I will uh, get it to the the brand manager because he was actually able to to do that. Sometimes I gotta manually load it. Do you think all Broncos you have on order will be scheduled by the end of February? Uh, Depends. I if- think so. <laughs> I think so. Depends if Ford keeps pushing. We have back. <laughs> we have we have twelve allocations and we have like ten or eleven orders. So I do think that almost all of them will get scheduled by the by the for the for for our allocations that we have now. Because the configurations we haven't, I mean, like I said, they're not really constrained on anything, so they all should get scheduled. Yeah. Will we get to the lightning ordering? They're wondering we, when we, we can put orders in. Okay, not yet. Um, I, I've been told soon, but you know what? Not next Tuesdays, um, but hopefully the Tuesday after, I'll have some information. Okay. Because probably they're going to talk about it at the dealer meeting at NADA and I'll give you what information that I can, but I'm sure they're going to let us know what's going on with that. Yeah. At NADA. Um, so Eddie, your, we kind of answered your question with our last little question that we answered. Why do you allow dealers to put in orders for things they have no locations for leaving the customer in limbo? Ford allows dealers to put in orders so that we have orders in there ready to go for when we get our allocations because we don't know our allocation number until the month the beginning of the month yeah we don't always know it so like for bronco you know we don't know if we're going to get four wild tracks and two black diamond we don't know what we're getting for that month and we don't know what ford is specifically scheduling so by having all of our orders placed in our order bank, ready to go. When Ford goes to schedule, they have a lot to pick from. They have a good selection to pick from, and they can hopefully schedule all of our orders or as many as they can because some dealers have two weeks of scheduling. They'll go through one week, and they won't schedule everything because the dealer doesn't have enough of what they're looking for. So then that dealership will go into a second week of scheduling to try and fulfill all of their allocations. Mm-hmm. So, because there's had, a lot of times they'll be like, yeah. okay, we couldn't schedule this because it wasn't the right configuration. So then we got to put a stock order in to get fulfill that. Yeah. Or because sometimes they will not carry those allocations over to the next month. Yeah. So it's either you, you use the you, allocations, you use the allocation or you lose it. So putting a stock order at least it fulfills yeah. that. And then but next month, hopefully get that configuration scheduled. Dealers will put orders in without having allocations because they may not have an allocation that they know of at that time, but the next month they could. So yep. by having your order in there ready to go, it's waiting. It gets picked up. Eventually it should get picked up yep. and scheduled and, and produced. Your The salespeople don't know, like our salespeople have no clue really how many allocations we're going to get. That's usually management screens. Um, they have an idea of how many allocations we're getting. And like, we just found out what was a couple of weeks ago, well, how many allocations we're going to get. You know, we, we were like assuming we we're going to get some Maverick allocations and we got zero um, because we have so many coming in 
uh, to fulfill for what they think we should we normally can sell or would sell. So because of that, that's why they gave us a zero. So hopefully that changes next month. So mm-hmm. all right, all right, that's what I have for scheduling. Yeah. Any other questions on that? Not that we're done with that. So if you have any more yes. about that, that maybe we said something that triggered something else, another question for you, um, drop it down there. Uh, of course, if you're watching the recorded version of this on Wednesday, um, then place them down in the comments and we'll try to respond to those as quickly as possible. Um, sometimes I get behind and I'm not able to, to respond right away, but we'll try to help you out the best we can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this allocation system is difficult scheduling and figuring it all out. Years. There's there's <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's taken a long. I mean, we st- I started really learning the allocation scheduling information uh, when Maverick launched. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until then that I was trying to figure this all out and I'm learning. And, and, well, and it's, you know what, then, just when you think you have it figured out, it's like, okay, whatever. We well, could, even then, you know. like the scheduling notes where they give you like the percentages and all of that, you were, you found out that you were even reading it wrong mm-hmm. within the past year. Yep. And someone actually, one of the higher ups actually gave you information yep. on how to read that correctly. So I, I was looking at those constraint lists that you, the commodity constraint that you guys are seeing on like the Maverick uh, Truck Club and mm-hmm. Bronco 6G and everything that everybody uploads and they don't tell you what it all means. I was right. looking at that wrong. I was, right. you know, I was so looking. So you thought you had it figured and out I could, and I could show this correctly. I got this. I can say I got this off Maverick Truck Club because <laughs> <laughs> it's on there. We'll just say that's where I got this. Um, but this sheet here, you know, we're talking about these different columns and that the left column is the U.S. capacity. So that's a percentage based on this month's. So 8,300 Mavericks are going to get built. Well, 55% of those will be hybrid. 45% will be EcoBoost, right? But then this next number, it looks like it's a negative or whatever, which actually it is in this case. Um, that percentage for this column is based on the U.S. orders unscheduled, not based off of this over here. It's based off the U.S. order. So I actually had the brand manager explain that to me mm-hmm. because I was looking at it incorrectly. So um, so even though he had yeah. been studying it and he was like, I think this is what it's saying, you know, I'm explaining this every week. He then found out, oh, that's incorrect. So now mm-hmm. you have the correct knowledge. And you can share it, but it is confusing. Like even for well, me, and even to say, well, what? Why does it say exist, exhaust availability? Like we saw earlier, but yet they still scheduled a thousand excels. I don't. It's really it's the 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 scheduling notes come from the factory, come the capacity yeah. sheet that comes from Ford. Yeah headquarters so so it is two different places those sheets are coming from and that's somebody asked me that yeah um so i get this the amount of times i've had to explain the constraint list on the bronco forums almost makes me wish people would stop leaking it and it's true because they are leaking it and then leaving it they don't explain it they don't they don't even try to explain it they probably don't even really know how to read it themselves yeah and i'm not sure who it's the same account on all of them on the forums yeah um yeah, I mean, and that is why Ford doesn't want these. It says confidential on that. It says they don't want to leak because, you know, usually like Ford watches our live stream. Yeah. And because I've had because I've had a couple of times I've got my hand slapped. But what they don't they don't mind if I explain it be, or I talk about it because I explain it. They don't want me showing any graphics or anything like that. But they know that I explain what it all means. Right. So they don't so instead have of just a leaving it out there for you guys to see and not explaining and then getting you guys in the tizzy. 
we explain it. We take the time, go through it, mm-hmm. make that- sure. So RagnarCon, in that case, stop explaining it. Send them to the scheduling notes. Send them to the scheduling notes video. Tag his video. Yeah. Well, the Maverick Truck Club, I actually posted because some people said that. I'm um, says, come over to live stream tonight and ask your questions, and I'll try to explain it the best I can and everything. And, and it's even sometimes it's not 100% clear for me, and I think I understand it, and it's not like – like yeah. it was, it was just what, when what was it, auto show? Was it last year? Mm-hmm. It was one of the auto shows we were heading to that, that was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And he said, and every region is different because like he had said, and it was an example that, you know, like dealerships were trying to, to put their orders in and tell customers they couldn't place a hybrid order because they had too many or an EcoBoost. Remember? And he, the example yeah. he had was people down in Texas, not putting FX4. Well, or I, or yeah, not taking FX4 because of the sheet. Well, but down in Texas, most of the people don't have FX4. So you can go ahead and place FX4 because it wasn't going to be a constraint because... In your region. In your region. So every region is a little different because of what, you know, the different packages and everything. Yeah. Um, and again, the schedule, the, the allocations are given based on within your region. So it's your sales yeah. volume within your region minus the formula of how many you have in stock, in transit, and in the system is what they call, which those are ones that are scheduled to be built. So that's the reason we got zero Maverick this month mm-hmm. was that we had 108 or we had like like 10 uh, Mavericks here. And then we had like 108 that were in transit. Like we're supposed to get 108 Mavericks this month and then another 80 that were in the system that we were going to get next month or the month after. So because of that, they said, well, you normally sell about 40 a month. Um, for the next so many months, this is how many you sh- you need. Well, we are already getting more than what we need, so that's why they gave us a zero. Yeah. Even though we have 38 retail orders in there, yeah, they gave us a zero. So, anyway. But. All right. Yeah, so in the future, Ragnarcom, when you see those get leaked, or anyone sees yeah, them I get leaked, to... link the live stream yeah. or link the scheduling notes. And I should do a video just talking about it and then just start just <laughs> throwing, it, throwing in it in there every time. As soon as it's posted that day, go boom. Don't forget, guys, this is how this actually is. This is like how, do one that's like an overall explanation of how it works and not just. Ragnacon's really good at explaining things. So yes. you should do that and just save a document and copy paste every week. <laughs> I get it. Anyway, yeah, that's I mean. You know, sometimes I'm like, I want to help people. And so putting those in there is great, but putting them in there without explaining is not good. So anyway, we've covered that. All right. Anything else? You said nothing there. No. So All right. The so. rest pertains to something later on or we'll answer in Q&A. All right. Well, then let's do uh, some fun stuff here. So for dealer news updates, um, don't really have a lot of things that Ford shared with us to, as dealer communications, um, but Ford Media put out a lot of things in the last week, a lot of lot of uh, stuff happening. Um, one of them is on the Bronco and the Ranger and the plant. So I do have the information from Ford Media that Ford adds a third crew. Now we're going to talk about what that really means to meet demand for Bronco and Ranger and reduces the F-150 Lightning production. So I'm going to quote this right out of the, the Ford Media um, news uh, bulletin that they sent out um, for media. 
never actually anybody can access this media.ford.com but uh, ford motor company announced plans to create nearly 900 new jobs as a part of the new third crew not third shift people third crew it says at the michigan assembly plant in wayne to meet demand for the popular bronco and bronco raptor and the all-new ranger and ranger raptor uh, the, uh to say in addition to nearly 900 uh, net new hires the new 1600 person third crew at michigan assembly plant will also include approximately 700 employees from Ru ford's rouge complex in dearborn who applied for job openings it says ford is adding adding the manpower this summer so it's supposed to be this summer uh to support planned future volume increases uh, for vehicle lines assembled at the plant and it says in here, Michigan assembly plant will transition to producing vehicles seven days a week versus five currently. So right now they're making, uh, they're doing two shifts five days a week right now. So they're going to go to seven days a week and still two shifts. So it'll, it says with, uh, three crews working two shifts. So they're not adding, I think some people, uh, I know that, um, automotive uh, automotive news they wanted to they first said it was gonna be a third shift and it's a third crew but they're still only doing two shifts but they're going to increase to seven days a week um and with that they said also uh, about the f-150 lightning and uh, they said you know what's what they want to do is they, they shift what they need the demand in production based on demand so with a lightning it says approximately 1400 employees will be impacted at the rouge electric vehicle center transitions to one shift effective april 1st roughly 700 will transfer to michigan assembly plant and the others will be placed in roles at the rouge complex or other facilities in southeast michigan or take advantage of the special retirement incentive program agreed to in the 2023 ford uaw contract a few dozen employees could be impacted at uh, component plants um, supporting f-150 lightning production depending on the number of employees who apply for the special retirement incentive program so anyway um so yeah so it looks like there are shifting some so they're going to go down to one shift uh, for f-150 lightning because i feel like that's all they need to fulfill the, the, the orders i think they're almost trying to go to not doing originally they were like okay they they made dealers take like they had a, they made us take stock orders for mm -hmm. lightnings maki as well mm -hmm. i think they're realizing that dealers aren't liking that because we were we had a bunch as if you've watched any of the videos i've done we had a bunch of lightnings and we had to significantly discount them like seventy five hundred dollars below msrp plus the seventy five dollars tax credit just to get those sold and now we're down to like one or two we have an XLT and a Platinum left, but we've sold pretty much all of them, but we had to significantly discount those to sell them. And those were all of the stock ones that Ford made us take. Um, so I think they're realizing that and they're realizing, okay, maybe we need to be to a place order produce type of uh, scenario. So I think that's why they're cutting it down to one, one shift there. And what was that question that we had about this earlier? Was it just asking that just a general? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, now, next, another thing off of the media, Ford Media, was um, last week I, I talked to you guys about the launch event that they did. Well, prior to the launch event, they came out on last Wednesday with some, some, some pictures and video of a new Lightning that they're making. Um, 
partnering with RTR. So let me see if I can get this up here. Hold on. Give me a second. <clears throat> Ah, here we go. All right. So you guys should be able to see that screen. Oh, wait. Now you should be able to see that screen. Oh, here. Let's get rid of this. We don't need this camera anymore. All right. So there you go. All right. So we do have this, uh, the lightning. This is called Switch Gear. You can see it up there, the banner on there. So Switch Gear. Um, so this here was in conjunction with RTR. Sarah, we saw this. Okay. So. When we when we were at RTR, this was under a tarp, and they says, "Yeah, I can't show you that right now. That's going to be for a future launch here uh, pretty soon." This was what was under there. We could actually we can see the outline. I like I looked at the picture that I had taken. I'm like, that's what was under there. Was this right here? So RTR was working with them, and uh, we were that close to it. Uh, anyway, so um, they designed and built this in collaboration with RTR Vehicles, and inspired by the uh, F-150 RTR ultimate fun haver project back in 2016 um, but they said they designed an f-150 lightning switch gears custom exterior carbon bodywork with a ford performance 2024 livery and underpinned it with off-road upgrades to take f-150 lightning uh, where it needs never been so they came up with the word switch gear as basically they can switch from on-road to off-road is what uh, why they came up with that phrasing um, anyway so to manage the off-road terrain, though, the suspension on the F-150 switchgear named, uh, like I said, for uh, its off-road capabilities, but its performance on the asphalt as well, um, we'll use a Fox. Here, go through these pictures here. I'm talking about this. You can kind of see some of the pictures there. Looks pretty cool. A lot of people are calling this the electric Raptor. Kind of looks like it, really. There you go. Uh, so under here, you do have the, uh, we'll use a Fox three inch di diameter internal bypass shock absorbers plus unique front and rear bumpers to improve approach and departure angles. Kind of saw that here, right there. Kind of see that right in that picture. So it looks pretty cool. All right. And you can kind of see those shocks right there. Um, so the truck features uh, custom independent double wishbone suspension at the front and a multi-leak link independent suspension at the rear with coilover shocks stabilizer bar and custom control arms um so pretty cool all right and then there's that bumper so you kind of see that so uh, switch gear has um carbon composite front fenders um both uh bedside views you can kind of see or bedsides and rear bumper cover the steel fabricated rock rails and front skid plate are added to ensure the vehicle is prepared for rough off-road terrain. Uh, limit straps. Actually, I had that over here. Or do I have it? No, I don't have a picture of that. So is this a package by RTR? Um, I don't. They didn't really. They said it was going to be a demonstrator. Okay. So I don't think know if it's yet. Be a I don't know if it'll be a production package. RTR package okay. or not. So I this is so. a... Like, because someone said, it seems like they can't even schedule re regular lightning orders, let alone special versions. Well, this is an RTR package that they've put together. Yeah, RTR, you could actually take your lightning, drop and, it off to them, and they yeah. could put it on. Or a RTR dealer could put it on, yeah. possibly. Um, but, but you can see this is like, <laughs> if you look, if you know Those RTR. If you know RTR, remember when we saw yeah. the, the race cars? So they actually had fenders like this that they produced, that they made at the RTR uh, plant in lab 
and that's basically those fenders. It looks like it's just kind of put onto the side of the fender almost. Um, but it will have um, – did I go through the wheels, the tires yet? So there's some nice light bars in that the, the bumper there. You can see they flared out fender flare or fenders right mm -hmm. front and rear right there, which is pretty cool. I like the look of it because it's like streamlined in the front and then in the back it's – I that, like that. that. That streams RTR all the way right there. Yeah. There's those limiter straps, right? That it mentions it mentions that. Um, and then the Fox, they're Fox shocks with reservoir. So in the front, oh. so instead of trying to harness it underneath there, that allow room, they actually came through the front area and I mean, placed it in there. You have the, the front. room there. You, you have Why it. not use it? So up here, you can adjust the reservoir uh, for different off-road terrain. You're not really. getting on the ground to adjust your reservoirs. So there's the RTR wheel. It's a B-lock wheel. Nitto Ridge Grappler, 37-inch uh, tire. Um, and then also, of course, a unique chase rack right there with the, the fun haver strap <laughs> down there to, to keep that down. Now, they will. Um, they did say this is going to be at – oh, and then look at that. <laughs> there are some images of them racing, so check out the interior. They don't really mention the interior seats, but they did, oh they did take people on rides, media rides. Yeah, why didn't we get – why do we not get? We need to get media access to these things. But they had people there. You can kind of see I that. Go for a ride. Yeah, we just need to go. That down. looks like fun. Let's just go down to RTR Lab again, and Vaughn will give us a ride. Check that out. Let's drive your Bronco down. So that was a drift like break. Yeah. On that. Why not? That's crazy. Why not? Anyway, um, giant. So yeah. it won't take long for us to see this in action. It's going to be at King of Hammers this weekend. King of Hammers says uh, the 25th, which is actually two days. Um, so hopefully we need to talk to Brian and Melissa. Get us pictures. Get us yes. videos. Anyway, all right. Oh, you, you know that they're most likely going to get pictures already, but send them to us, please. There you go. So there's that. Because I know Brian watches this like the day after. Yeah. He, he doesn't join us live, but. We want pictures. We want video. Please. Send it to us. All right. Maybe some video of it jumping. Or, I don't know. Don't know. All right. Next is this bad boy right here. All right. So um, Ford opened up the order banks by introducing a new package for the GT. So GT, of course, order banks were open up for the select and the premium. But now we have the, the uh, GT order banks opened up and they opened it up with a new bronze appearance package um, for this year. Um, you might need to go to a different view because you're not in the camera. There we go. All right. Oh, so, there I am. Yeah. All right. I mean to cut her off there, but all right. You got to lean in. Um, so <laughs> this in here, uh, this bronze appearance package is available on the GT. Um, there's another one that you know, they don't really talk about too much. We're going to talk about that in a second. But bronze appearance packages include some, of uh, course, a 20-inch. Uh, here's kind of some uh, initial pictures of it. But there you go. A 20-inch sinister bronze painted aluminum wheel, which also is available on the premium. Actually, it might be 19-inch. But only the wheel is available on the premium. you got to go to the GT to get the actual the whole package. So you're going to see that. Notice the body-colored fender flares on those. Uh, and, and then the painted on the bottom, painted black. Uh, part of the GT, uh, but also your um, outline in bronze on your badging on the doors, uh, the Mach-E 4 
E4X badging, as well as the GT outline on the back as well on there. And then, of course, that front grill area. Not really a grill. Insert. That's a grill insert. That's pretty. So there you go. Um, so that looks pretty nice. And this will be available in Shadow Black, Star White, Tricoat, and the new Eruption Green. So this is a new color for this year. So only those colors because of that it wouldn't fake look, insert. Because it wouldn't look good, good on any other color, <laughs> probably. So Star White, Shadow Black, and Eruption Green, it says. I, I believe it was available in some other colors. Well, I think we sold the RTR Bronco Sport. I have seen it for, anyway, watch my video. I'm doing a video. <laughs> uh, just watch the Check video. I'll, I'll, I'll give you all the highlights. But there you go. Bronze appearance package. Looks good in in that i do like it yeah it looks really good in that um so one thing i did not upload let me upload this real quick where's the media here right here let me i got a clip here i want to i want to upload so while that's uploading we'll talk about so one of the things i didn't really talk too much about um see if that'll upload oops two files too large present button at the bottom share the videos Okay, so maybe it won't let me. Ah, here. Okay. All right. So they did, uh, of course, GT is open. And, uh, oh, some other things, uh, part of the GT uh, that's now included. So they don't have the GT performance package they did away with for this year. Um, but they made several things as part of that package that are already standard on the GT for this year. So the Magneride dampening suspension, for optimal uh, handling performance is now standard equipment on the GT, as well as it says performance-focused components, including a 385-millimeter front rotors with red-painted Brembo-branded brake front brake calipers are standard equipment now <laughs> on the GT. Helpful. The Ford Performance front seats now with a 10-way power driver's seat is standard equipment as well. So those are now standard on the GT. So you don't need a GT performance package because you're getting those things included. And um, it does say that the bronze appearance package um, with the extended range GT all-wheel drive will come in at, at 60990 That's probably before destination delivery. Um, but one thing they did not mention here and didn't really highlight is now with not only did that open it up for the GT, but also, it opened it up for the new Rally Edition, which is a package on the GT. So, um, we need a, a Eruption Green plus Bronze Package GT. All right, go ahead, take, go ahead and take that off. I'm going to show this. Take what off? Take that comment off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there we go. All right, so... Ford didn't really make a big deal about this. I mean, it was released at the auto shows and everything. I did a video on that. So here's kind of that video. So the GT with the rally edition, right? This is a late availability. Probably why they didn't mention it is because it's a late availability for this. Um, but you are getting, of course, um, the nice high gloss white. Of course, this is a video from the auto show that I did. So you can see those wheels, 19-inch wheels with the black um, printed graphics on the side. The Cross Climate 2 all-season performance tires. Um, black painted steel roof. You can see the black painted roof behind me. Um, and the aluminum underbody protection shields front and rear. So underbody protection. 
the Rallycross tuned Magnaride dampening suspension. So upgrade from the GT Magnaride. Uh, front recovery hook on there. Um, they do that so that you can transport it to uh, different races. Sport pedals inside the Rally Sport Drive mode. This is going to be fun. Um, the Mustang Mach-E GT Performance upgrade as well. And then you get the uh, front splitter. And it's in carbonized, dark carbonized gray. The rear spoiler. The grill shield as well with the fog lights in them. With the LED fog lights in the grill. That's very cool, too. Um, door, wheel, roof, and bumper trim and carbonized gray. Hood and deck lid stripes, everything. Um, so pretty cool um, little vehicle here. Um, I actually want white stripes. I'll tell you why in a second. Um, the Maki Rally door graphics, Oxford white, steering wheel, door, and instrument, uh, interior trim, instrument panel, instrument uh, interior trim, four performance front seats with exclusive debossed uh, logos in Oxford white seat trim. So there you go. Um, yeah, pretty cool. I ordered one of these. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I ordered one of these. Which I late mean, availability, so I don't know when I'm going to get it, but I ordered one. Uh, I did the, I ordered it because I don't know if I'm going to take it. Mm -hmm. So I ordered it in Grabber Blue, but the reason I want white stripes is because I think white stripes will look good on the Grabber Blue mm -hmm. with that, but it won't come that way. So, we had someone else in dealership that ordered the yellow, which is only available in the Rally Edition. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. There's the video from when I did at the auto show in Detroit Auto Show. You can check that in playlists uh, on our YouTube channel if you want to see now, it. Now, they so. said that they had the Maki Rally at Rebel Rally. Yes, it was. But it, it was. It well, it was. Yes, you, went, yeah. you weren't at the off-rodeo, were you? No. Okay, so we actually found out. It wasn't a production rally. It was a no. GT that they made. Basically. They basically did a software update to make it GT, to give it the performance of the of the rally. So basically, they take the GT and they recalibrate it. Um, they do some calibration and some software updates to give it the performance. So we're talking 600 and I think it said 650 pound feet of torque on this. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, so, so I got one coming. And you know what's great is I ordered one. It's a late availability, so who knows how long it'll be. It could be this summer. Right. But what's great about that is I lock in all the, the nice lease rates that are going on now. I lock those in as long as it's a 24. It doesn't go to 25. Yeah. I will lock those in. Yep. So lock it but in your sentence, people. My point with that is they basically had a version of the Maki Rally at Rebel Rally, and it yeah. Kept up pretty well. It did. They um it was they were in like second place for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's off-road. I mean, rally it really wasn't made to be an off-road vehicle, but no. more of a rally race vehicle. rally yeah. vehicle. And uh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. I ordered one. And so, you guys know that I'm not a I am so not against EV. It, I like EV and I this is the vehicle that was so if it. you take it, can I run rally cross? <laughs> Rebel Rally? No, not Rebel Rally. Rally Cross. I mentioned like in my M.O. Culpepper. So like I, I mentioned in my lot walk the M.O. Culpepper because um, Derek said that he wants to go to a Rally Cross training mm -hmm. course. And I said, I'll just bring in one of my members. He goes, What are you talking about? And I says, Remember the one I told you about that does Rally Cross racing? I'll, I bet you if you paid him enough, he could come in and, and do, uh, do a little, you. do something for a couple of us. 
if we wanted. We can make it a sales contest. I, I want to do that. Can you make sure that I can go? Because I think I I think I would enjoy Rallycross. You're going fast. You're doing you're going anyway. I'd enjoy it. All right. To be honest, off roading off roading is my speed. <laughs> where I go a little bit slower, but and I don't mind that, but at the I same think the time, is a little bit more speed. Speed. <laughs> there you go. All right. Anyway, there you go. So the only order guide update for this week was the GT uh, got updated. And uh, by the way, Ford does not have build and price on the website yet for twenty four mm. Machi, but you can find it on our website yeah. <laughs> if you want. Uh, we have it on our website. In fact, like even Jeff was getting a thumbnail for me for the G, for the GT video, and. Uh, and uh, he was doing some of the re updating our, our select and premium thumbnails for our videos. And uh, um, so I said, yeah, the um, we have building price on our website. So you can see what the prices are. I'm like, he says, we do. And I said, yeah, we even have the GT. So go to our website if you're wanting to know that information, if you're wanting to see what it is since it's not on Ford's website. But we have it on our Lightning, too, and it's not on Ford's website either. So, all right. All right. We got some. We got one recall and probably wouldn't affect most people. But let's cover it. All right. So this recall affects is a safety recall 23S36 uh, for certain 2020, 2014 to 2016 TransConnects. <laughs> so, again, it does affect 109,869 vehicles. Um, but there you go. Probably more globally than in the U.S., um, but uh, there you go. So this uh, this is the actual uh, release. There was an advance notice back in July that I probably didn't cover. Uh, so this is the official information now, almost uh, six months later. Um, so the reason for this uh, safety recall is in the affected vehicles, the front door latches have a Paul Spring tab. And I'm saying P-A-W-L. I'm not saying that right or not. Um, please correct me. I love, I like, I like being able to say these things right. So please correct me if I'm wrong. Thank you, Tim Brungerman for, um, you know, fixing, uh, how I was saying Azure to Azure. It's Azure gray, not Azure gray. So thank you for correcting me on that. I've been saying that. it right the whole time. Yes. And I was saying it differently. So I don't let people correct me into saying things differently when I know I'm correct. <laughs> I learned that from my mom. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> The front door latches have a Paul spring tab that may break. This condition will typically prevent the door from latching if the customer is able to latch the door after repeated attempts to shut the door. Uh, there is potential the door may unlatch while driving, increasing the risk of injury. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Uh, anyway, so you can take it in your dealer. Um, you can arrange a mobile repair um, at the owner's location. You can do. They can pick your vehicle up and re-deliver it back to you. It's called pickup and delivery, um, or you can take it to the dealership, and uh, now they have repairs. Uh, they know the latch uh, date codes and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So you'll probably get a letter. Uh, one of the letters going out January, the week of January 31st, letters are going out to customers that would be on this recall. So there you go. There's that. That's it. That's just the one. All right. No others. Had some on some Lincoln vehicles, but. Okay. That's it. All right. Should we head to Q and A or on my mind or on my mind? Because I don't really mind. have an is it true, so we'll we'll bypass that. <laughs> All right. 
for on my mind is my birthday today. And I thought, okay, I think of birthday gifts or presents or wish list, right? I thought, well, let's talk about the, the my Bronco and what are some things I'd like to get on the Bronco. So 24, um, in 2023, I added a lot of things to the Bronco. I mean, I, I spent a lot of money. I had the Roush package already from my, on my 21 Ford Bronco. For those of you who don't know, I have a 21 Bronco four-door cloth top, big Ben, uh, with the rear locker and upfitter switches in the mid package. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the 2.3 liter automatic. So um, that was how it's configured. Um, added the Roush package to it. So, and we put the 35 inch tires on it. So a lot of people thought I had Sasquatch package when I didn't because of the 35 inch tires and all that. And you can't really tell because it wasn't that much different in height uh, from that. We added a lot of things to it. I don't like the big bin, a lot of the big bin stuff. Uh, I went with Big Ben because of some of the, the things into it. Otherwise, I like black diamonds. So I, it's got a black diamond grill. It's got the rock rails on the side, uh, OEM ones that I put on it. Uh, added um, some some hood struts. I added um, Rough Country's brand. I added the tailgate table. I added a Rough Country support thing on the back for the 35-inch tire. Um, some IG, IG, IAG uh, rear soft top strut, which is awesome. Um, interior dome lights. I had a bunch of little $100 $150 items on there. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the year is when I added the Rough Country um, shocks and uh, to that with the reservoir. So upgraded it. Picture of the Bronco. Uh, I don't have it on here. Do I have it somewhere? I have it somewhere. somewhere. Probably. Oh, here. I can show him a sticker. It's not an exact. Not exact. Not exactly the it's same. It also doesn't have the lift countered into that. No, but it's, you really can't tell. But there is what it kind of, that's pretty darn close to what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, towards the end of the year, not only did I upgrade and got the Rough Country shocks, but I also um, got the the heart, the modular front bumper finally. With which the, is not in the picture. Which is not in the picture, but. Won't look too much different um, with the brush guard on it, which I'm not a big fan of, but became a big fan of it later. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a benefit to that if you live on dirt roads and have deer crossing in front of you. Um, but so I added those and I will say this. Um, I'm a believer of rough country. There's a lot of people out there that will just curse rough country and say rough country is a bad company um, and such. But don't forget Fabtech. I think Lots it's Fabtech. I think it's Fabtech, right? I think they bought out Rough Country. So we have different quality now for Rough Country. And I will say everything I have of Rough Country has been really good quality, including their cooler. I have that. Um, But I'm I'm a fan of it. I mean, uh, if you're wanting to, and for me, you know, I don't have a lot of money to afford, like, the big expensive shocks and everything. Like, I actually was going to put Bilstein, and I was like, okay, well, shoot, for half the cost – I can get the rough country and I get the reservoir shocks and I can adjust it when I want to stop, pull off air down, adjust that down a little bit and have a lot more, um, uh, articulation in those shocks and everything. Um, and, uh, in, in clearance. And, uh, I tell you, um, the first time going off road with them, they work pretty well and, uh, that can save you some money and still get a good pair of shocks. And I will, we'll keep testing those and I'll let you know, uh, how we feel about that. So, so, 
So the thing about the brush guard is some people say it's a brush guard. Some say it's a deer guard. <laughs> some say it's a cattle guard. Yeah. Cattle guard is what I hear the most around here. So so we see, yeah, we see that um, that bar that goes in front of the grill as something like a lot of times I'll call a cattle guard or whatever. Um, and uh, kind of a grill guard is what I look at it because it's kind of in front of the grill. And that's that's the most accurate description because some people can say it's a deer guard. It's a brush guard. It's a. I don't know what kind of brush you're guarding there, but (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, but if your grill can't handle a little bit of brush, (laughs) you got a problem. But here's the thing. If you call it a grill guard, then it encompasses all of those situations. Mm -hmm. It's protecting your grill. It's a grill guard. Around here, F-150s, we see farmers put grill guards, what we call them, on a lot of their their trucks. And a lot of it's, you know, to kind of, I mean, is to kind of protect it from deer. And such deer um i don't cattle. know how i don't know how much it'd hold up to a, a, a deer going too fast but anyway um like i said i'll probably remove it during the bull summer bar. yeah bull bar bull bar is another one that i hear um anyway um but yeah those are some of the upgrades i've done but now after doing some off-roading one of the things that i want to get um hopefully before tennessee um gotta do my taxes first and see how much i owe the government before i do i can afford that but i want to get a winch and just like with some of the others, I added the shocks. I added some other things from Rough Country. I think I'm going with the Rough Country winch on the front. Um, so with the mounts, and they have one with the LED light integrated into it. I don't know if I could pull that up or not. So while you're doing that, I'll talk about what I thought you need. Something that you could use as a gift from someone else. A um, recovery kit. I have a recovery kit. Got that from my Roush package. Included a recovery kit. Right, but you don't have like the uh, recovery want, boards. You know what you I have... I wanted for Christmas? You remember I told you at the auto show, I told you I want, or no, at SEMA. Yes, but I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. <laughs> I want that little toolkit. I told Joel, I was performance like, this toolkit. is what dad wants. We could not find it. That specifically comes with that package. Yeah, that's You what can't I find it anywhere. All right, let me look for this winch. When I find it, I think this is it. Wait, I want the whole kit and caboodle. Yes, Gator said tech. If you become a member, you get to see Tim's Bronco more often. He shows it on the lot walk every occasionally. <laughs> every Saturday, that's Barbara doesn't have weekend travel plans. So last week, funny, funny story. So for the members, they'll, they'll think this is funny. But um, so last week I did my lot walk and I talked about how I had the Bronco. Well, right after I did my lot walk, she called and said, hey, I'm switching you out. I got your Maverick here. I'm taking the Bronco. <laughs> I'm going to pick up Jaden. Jaden really likes riding in the Bronco. I'm you sure. You get Will in there. <laughs> so Will, he hasn't sure ridden there. in it yet. And uh, yeah, so they enjoyed it. Okay, so can I no, share like this? One of these Sundays, you and mom need to take Will. And take him for a little drive with Jaden. Yeah. Uh, Where's this? Here we go. Takes me a little while. There we go. So there is. Um, cut you off again. There we go. So there is Rough Country. They have a winch, um, and so that's the one of the ones I'm looking at. But they actually have a. Where's that? They have like a. Because you need a mount as well. I have to find out where it's at. But they have a mount as well. I'll be right back. 
because you got to mount it to the bumper. Oh, man, where's that at? Here, uh, is this it? Don't know if this is it. This might be it. Okay, so this is it right here. And so see this open area, you can put a light in there. So it can come where you can get it with or without the light. When you don't get the light, they have a black piece that goes on there. So you can kind of see what, there you go. You can kind of see what that looks like now. So you got, it, it basically mounts there. What I like about this is it doesn't change your um, tow hooks on the front from your modular front bumper. And so I can place it right in there and you can see it fits right inside the brush guard, right? So it mounts on there, but then also it, it's showing the sensors. I don't have sensors on my vehicle, but um, then it gives you this light. So that I actually add addition. I do not have fog lights on mine right now. So that'd give me some, some lights on the front as well. So I'm kind of thinking of this little kit right here. So it's 209 for that. And then what 500 for the other. So yes, Niles, if you're still in here, I plan to order this at some point, but that's on my wish list. And, uh, I also help out other people this way too. So there you go. In fact, I could have helped you the other day when you got stuck out here in the lot. If I had a winch, I could have went over there and pulled you yeah, out. Did, did I ever tell you why I got stuck? Yeah. There was a giant pile of snow that I, I went over and I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. I want to get that. Um, and then uh, there was something else I was thinking. What else is on my on my list? Oh, graphics. I want to get graphics for the Bronco too. And at some point, I do want the fog lights as well. I want to do something with some fog lights. I don't know if I want to go with rough country or not, but I'm um, probably going to wait for uh, Supercell and see IAG has some lights and see if they'll buy them from them and get them installed while I'm there. Anyway, I had this winch. I could probably win an award at one of the events again. We'll see. Anyway, um, there you go. So that's on the wish list right there. I still have the IAG cargo lights and cup holders I need to install. I need to install those, but there you go. That's my next, hopefully that's my next big purchase right there. I keep saying I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, and then I keep buying more stuff, so who knows. Now, recovery kit, do you have, like, um, tow uh, ropes? Mm -hmm. Rough country. Okay. Or, I mean, um, the Roush. Roush, Roush kit comes with gloves. It comes with the recovery. It's Because uh, recovery is different than tow. So tow does not, it does right. not give. Right. This is a recovery. Right. Yeah. Do you have a shovel? No. And I don't have max tracks either. That's what you need. That's yeah. what I mean. So I do have a gift card that I got for Christmas for um, Extreme Terrain. And everything I wanted to get on there was Rough Country stuff. And since we're a Rough Country dealer, we get a discount. <laughs> I'm like, why would I do that? So, but I also... For the trap. Yes, he has. Something else that I want is the, um, the generator. The little kind of like a generator box. So you don't need to go and find a campsite with outlets mm -hmm. with a with an electrical you can go primitive sites and then have that um to charge your devices overnight and everything so um they're going to get in one of those probably gonna yeah. use my gift card for that so um i think rough country should give you a gift certificate for your birthday yes you know i would like you know rough country i mean you need that i've done some videos on it yeah they they need to sponsor you um see you all tomorrow morning to pick up my maverick we will see you tomorrow morning is that tomorrow? Yeah. I was thinking, oh, yeah. It's Tomorrow's 24th. the 24th. So it's, it's tomorrow and Thursday we have people come. Yes. So, all right. Anyway. All right.
I don't have any rants. I don't, I don't know. If, I've got to tell you that I think I'm about done doing the rants. Yes. I post those separately on my own channel and I'm getting roasted in the comments. People are just bad mouthing me. So I probably may stop doing, I'll do the rants on here. I just probably won't do them post a separate them video. Separate. <laughs> and I, I kind of, when I, but it won't be a goal to have a rant each week. No, if something is on my mind, I'll probably talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. Did you try a cheesecake? I saw you tried it while I was doing scheduling notes. I can smell them. They smell delicious. Well, I keep eyeing them over here. All right, any questions? We need to go. Yeah. Oh, here, wait. Let me flip up the Q and A. So I'll start. I'll start with the ones that I can answer, so you can enjoy your cheesecake. What are the extra options that will come with the blue freewheeling? Will it come with a tow hitch? Have your suspension? Does it have more options than the Badlands mm -hmm. Bronco Sport? Will it have dual exhaust? Does it come with turbocharge option? Um, so it's going to be a lot like your regular sport freewheeling package. It's mainly an appearance package. We saw that at SEMA. Yes, and, and she, that's why she's asking about it. From what I could tell at SEMA, it's basically taking what you see in the freewheeling package and changing it blue. You get different wheels. Instead of them being pocketed colors, you now have color on the outside of it, on the front fascia instead of in the pockets. Um, and that's going to be blue. You're going to get the different, the ombre blue stripes, uh, blue accent around the letters instead of red um are you listening that off on something in my in my head oh but i'm also looking at it right here on ford's website um i think i took a picture of it from SEMA. they also have it's you know the graphics package the door handles um let's see the grill lettering oh the roof will be a painted shadow black roof Um, and that's pretty much it. It is an appearance package. Oh, in the blue freewheeling, didn't it? Oh, it has optional interior. The seats. The seats. So you have an optional interior with that. Let's see. The wheel. Stripes. So that interior, yeah, it's heated bucket seats, six-way manual driver, four-way manual passenger, um, and it's going to be colored to match yeah. The rest of the theme. That one I did not take a picture of the actual well, window and, sticker. Yeah. Like I did I did on the Broncos, the RRV. Yeah. Um, well, and if I, I mean, if you're looking at this and it's based off of the other freewheeling, you know, it has red accents on the dash and side panel, the door panels. Um, those are red. You might see those in blue or they may not make those colored. So that's, that's a Ford performance package that we should be able to get through once available through aftermarket. And they said in 2024, but we don't know when. Yeah. They haven't added it to their so website. It won't, it won't come with a tow hitch. <laughs> the vehicle that we did it on yeah. had a hitch. Right. So it's basically you, an appearance package. Yeah. It is an appearance package solely. So you're not going to see it with. Yeah, it can Extra be things. can be put on any of your Broncos, um, other than freewheeling, of course, <laughs> um, or black yeah. appearance package. But uh, in Badlands, Outer Banks, you should be able to put on any of those. It's a, you know, of course, like I said, the, the blue wheels, the um, a lot of those things. Some of those things are just things that you can get through some of the different vendors they they partner with. Like I know on the Bronco one, um, Air Design did several of the different parts that they put on the ORV package for the Bronco, um, and so you can get those parts through through um air design and like the letters on the grill the blue ones 
What size are those? Those are available through, uh, I mean, what's that company? They're 17 inch. Mm-hmm. 17 inch wheels if it's the same as the freewheeling which they're mm-hmm. basically i think they're going to go hand in hand they're going to be very similar in their specs maybe they'll make that a package next year it's own package. i said as if i had it in my budget and i could make it happen as soon as it became available it'd be in my driveway because i love it they really wanted to push me towards going for a Bronco sport with that package. Yep. Um, <coughs> this was just a fun comment. I found Ford should make an electric submarine and call it the eel. <laughs> All right. On to questions. When I try to remote start my map via the app, most of the time I get the following message. Your Maverick can't be started remotely because it's already running. What does that mean? Right, so I was reading this comment here. I was reading this one comment. Um, let's start viewing it. Uh, most of the time I get the following list. My Maverick can't be started remotely because it's already running. Okay, so yeah, so if it's running. So if you schedule remote starts and then you try to remote start at one during one of those scheduled times, then it, you'll get that message. So you might look and see if you have scheduled remote start times. Uh, I know like, you know, your mom has her expedition schedule remote start every day. Mm-hmm. Um, if she in, so it'll, if you try to remote start it while it's running, then it'll say that. Now, if it's not running, that would be something that would concern me. Um, but um, yeah, that'd be the only thing that I can, I can say now do keep in mind if you uh, here's just on the side note on this, if you remote, let's say you have scheduled remote start times and let's say one day you it, it remote starts and that day you don't go drive the vehicle, then the next day it won't remote start because if you don't get in and then drive it, then it's not going to remote start the next day. So you actually have to drive it. So I've had some people say you can only start remote start your vehicle using the app once um, total all day. And I'm like, Nope, you can't, as long as you start the vehicle in between. So if I remote yeah. started in the morning, right. With my I app, ran into that with my Maverick, because I would have it set up to automatically start at a certain time. And then on the weekends it would start at that time. And then I couldn't, it wouldn't go on Monday. You know, you, you can on there, you can not have it do Saturday, Sunday. Yes. I figured that out after a few weeks, but yep. I now don't have that ability anymore. Yep. So anyway, so you, you have to do that. So like if you, if I come to work, if I like remote start in the morning and then I come to work and then when I'm going to go home, I can remote start it again using the app. So I can do that over and over as, as long as I started in between mm-hmm. trials. Now, if you're like, I can remote start with my app twice in a row. Um, but then not after that, as <laughs> long as my car it's set in my car on the remote start, how many times will you want it to try? And then how long? You can set the duration to 5, 10, 15 minute durations, and you can set it to one or two times that it can remote start. So sometimes I'll re- remote start it thinking, okay, I'm going to be going out, and then I might get busy and something happens. Like I didn't leave when I thought I was. Well, now it's probably cold again. So I can remote start it again a second time and then go out to it. So anyway. Yeah, I need to talk to Niles. Um, remind me, Niles. If you're still in here tomorrow, if not, I'll, I think I'll remember. We need to get remote start for Lebo's Fusion. Don't know about that. 
hopefully I can do it because I'm when I drive the Fusion, I'm tired of having to go out there and start it and not remote start like I do with my C-Max. I know he's tired of it too, so. All right, can Tim explain what SIMS is? I assume this is a form of quick stock order process. Yeah, it is. It's they Certain models have SIMS orders, so they are like um, you just kind of put it in there and then they kind of build it based on a certain configuration, I think. But yeah, it's it's there. I can't remember what it stands for. Um, but yeah, that is basically a quick stock process um, for certain models. So some some models have sims and some don't. Mm -hmm. Most of your ease, escape, explore. Yeah. <laughs> the recall was for a power module issue, not the turn signal. Okay, well, that's why I might have fixed it. All right. Is it true that the first strangers are going to be held and not shipped until the end of March? I don't know. That would be a good. Is it true? Yeah. Because I don't know. No, no. Um, I wouldn't. I, so what I've heard um, from Altering Nation is is that they're they're doing a media drive event where they can drive the Ranger. It's supposed to happen in March. So they said they're not going to go out until those people that since tell media's had an opportunity, and then their videos can go out right when they start shipping them out. So I don't know if that's true or not. Um, it would be a shame because I know some of them are already ready and built for them to sit for a full month and bog down their lots before shipping them out. I don't Especially know. because people have been waiting since the summer. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, it may be more that they haven't, they don't have the okay to buy yet. Um, and they don't have the EPA done yet. That would yeah. be more like likely to be happening there. So what made you choose regular Mountain Dew versus code red? I had a code red earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question regarding your RTR Bronco Sport. Why, oh, why was the B&O system not optioned? I have considered trading the two-door Big Ben SAS for it, but it doesn't have the B&O. Okay. Regarding your RTR Bronco. Okay, so our Bronco Sport is on a Badlands, but it probably doesn't have the premium package. So there's a Badlands premium package. It gets the B&O sound yeah. system. But he's wondering um, why we ordered it that way. Don't know. Keep the price I down? Think, well, that... I mean, we'll order... Like, we ordered a bunch of Bronco Sport Badlands, yeah. and the other one sold, but... Um, I think yeah. what happens, we had a, a couple of stock units come in, and they were like, well, it's not selling. Let's throw a package on it. And I think that one actually sold, because it came yep. out of my Impop ads. Yes, and I saw it at Target. Somebody locally that bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a Target they went over the weekend, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's our green RTR, RTR one. So it's, it's got local? a tag on it. So okay, it's old. Someone <laughs> local, so yeah. we'll get to see that around. Yeah. Do you have any information on the whereabouts of my Maverick? I have not checked today. I usually don't check mm. those until Friday. <laughs> It's not here. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, well, I'm keeping a sharp eye on our sheets that come in. Any T3 news? Uh, no. Okay. Hopefully, you find out at the dealer meeting. How far? Here's this, by the way. I just kicked you. Oh, yep. So, Ryan said Sims, smart inventory management system. Yes. How far do you ship cars if someone buys them from you out of state? We'll ship anywhere within the United States. We've shipped Hawaii. 
shipped away. <laughs> that tells we've, you anything. We've shipped one to Alaska as well. So as long as you're in the yeah, United States, we, we had, can ship to you. I think we had somebody that bought an F-150 Lightning from Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's right. Shipped it to them. And the thing is, is if you live in Canada but have an address in the United States, we can sell to you. We cannot sell Together. out of the country. Mm-hmm. We've had people in Germany reach out asking to purchase with us. I ordered a 23 Maverick in August of 22 because I'll be receiving a 24. Does this price protection cover the difference of the 23 to 24? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ordered a 23 in August because it was, um, because I'll be receiving 24 prices. Yeah, so you get a price you'll get a transition private offer is what you should get be getting. So be make sure your dealership has that. You should have a certificate to make up not all of the difference, but hopefully most of it. <laughs> All right. Um, I thought you said Ford is moving to build and buy, meaning you can buy direct. So they are going to allow you to build and buy on the website, but it's still going to go through a dealer. Yep. So you'll order on the website. It'll get attached to a dealer. Um, you can put in a specific uh, dealer if you want to, or it just gets attached to the closest one to you. And then from there, it gets scheduled, built, and then shipped to that dealer where you will pick it up. So it's no different than it was before for 23 model year where you actually put in your reservation and then you can go ahead and purchase it or build it online. So they're changing the word because and what they had on the website is build and price. They don't want people to think that they build and price it and then take that to their dealer. They want people to think they can still buy it online as well. So they're just changing the terminology. Nothing really has changed on the website except for build and buy versus build and price. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's just a, it's a thing of wording to let customers know they can actually go ahead and order it online, which they could last year as well. So you still do it through a dealer. You pick a, de- a delivering it's dealer. It's kind of like how Ford has different wording for the, um, build and price versus the order guide versus the actual yeah. <laughs> order bank. Uh, sometimes it can get confusing because not everything is named the same way in every place. Uh, will it have a dual? Ex- oh, wait, I already answered that. Uh, Trevor Hollenbeck, my 24 Pro is scheduled for February 26th. When would the sticker be available? Um, I have a VIN. It would be available about the time it goes into production. Um, I've tried a few weeks before. Sometimes it pops up. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but while it's in production, it's probably the best time for me to be able to look it up and send it to you. So he's he's talking about lightning. He got his because I'm thinking he wasn't <laughs> scheduled for a while, but now that's good to know. Like yeah. his is scheduled for February production, which means they are producing. I mean, well, I guess they can continue yeah. to produce uh, lightnings, but. We don't really have too many that are scheduled right now. So. But those window stickers show up about during production when I can view them. Do you think Ford will ever go the direction Lincoln went with the infotainment system being the whole dash like on the 24 Nautilus? Well, on the I was actually going to talk about that this week, but they actually did show a um, um, they did show that it says Ford and Lincoln. So some of them might, um, 
I was going to ask everybody what they thought of that screen, but so basically there's still a touch screen in the center stack, but then there's a full dash. Have you seen it? Does it, it, it shows a full dash going across so that when you click on something, it pops up in front of the driver or the dash, but it's like, what's the point? They can just look over there. Cause if you're going to still go over there to initiate it, right. That could also be confusing because if the passenger initiates it and the passenger wants to see it, well now it's in front of the driver. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, we'll see. I'm thinking yeah. we have thoughts. Um, Mo Culpepper, yes, you will still be able to choose your dealer. So when you are placing your order, you'll be asked which dealer you want to go with. Now we're only talking the EVs. Yes, EV only. EV only. So we're talking Maki and, and Lightning. And it will share with you which EV, which dealerships are EV certified, right? Correct. So you'll only be able to place the order and with a Model E dealer. With a Model E dealer. Correct. That is something that is pertinent to it it's it may not be your closest dealer your closest ev dealer might be 200 miles away hope not but it might be yeah the passenger will start playing with your info system <laughs> <laughs> um did we remind johnny he's unbanned <laughs> i don't know i was on his live stream on saturday on sunday i don't think he took offense to it too much <laughs> because uh it's happened he, he before did, he and say, then he didn't say it say anything to me anyway it's happened stream. before and at the end of that live stream i actually banned uh ridgeview our moderator by accident as well so you know i'm back on my i'm back on my big screen all right negative comments for a positive guy at Lone macarthur for your rants on for video guy channel but lots of views that's right yeah it was getting some views um, the same message happened to me with my exposition, but wasn't already running. So she's saying that was comment to the, yeah, um, the remote start, remote start thing. Yeah. Hmm. Tim's Ford video guy channel is his medium to express his opinions without Ford's overwatch. It's a refreshing way to hear and see him in a first amendment free environment. It's also not attached to the dealership in any way. Yeah. I mean, I, I do the, I'll sometimes I'll do the rant on here. Mm -hmm. um, but we do it like about this time where Ford's in bed. Um, but, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so yep, I could do that. I'm actually working on a video and I just, I'm not really like 100% loving it for Moab when I did mm -hmm. it for Moab because I feel like it's going long and, and I had some music, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I, yeah. I, I feel like I'm doing too much of the just, you know, seeing the whole trail thing, but I need to figure out what people like on that. But mm -hmm. I need to get better at editing and like throwing in some, some, add free music <laughs> that can uh can just make make it a little more fun and everything but anyway yeah. we'll see still working on that i spent like four hours on sunday editing it and then got done i was like i don't know if i like that <laughs> so all right i don't have any more questions if you asked a question and i did not answer it please drop it in now <laughs> yeah. all the questions are answered unless we missed it Drop it in. Dan said, "You have you two have very professional approaches to everything. That's the hope." Yeah, we try to help also explain like what from a dealer perspective. Perspective. That's why I really, I'm hoping that we can reach more people with this live stream, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like there's a lot of good information here. But also, we do something I don't think any other dealer does, mm -hmm. uh, at least in a Ford dealer, and that is 
to be here to answer and ask or answer your questions, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to go into a dealership. Like we don't care if you have an order with us or not, or if you want to do business with her or not. But if you have questions and you don't, you know, sometimes it's intimidating going into a dealer, yeah. right? Walking through those sales guys and then they don't maybe give you the answer you want because they're in, in it for a sale or whatever. This is a, it, this is a very low key, no pressure, atmosphere in this live stream so if you have questions you can pop those in and we're going to help you out we don't care mm -hmm. if you order from us or not uh, we're here to just help people out so yep. anyway all right <clears throat> my 23 so, hybrid maverick got a check engine light with code <clears throat> p2c22 looks like it might be the recall regarding the heat exchange even though my vin wasn't listed hmm. well if it pops up uh, if you go to your local service shop they can check to see if yours um, does have it. Hopefully, and as long so, as the check engine light stays on. Yes. Right. And then they can <clears throat> check to make sure that that recall pertains to your vehicle and help you out with that. But, yes. I like to help people. I like to. Right. And I, <clears throat> I try and bring the perspective as, of the customer in. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I like to bring in my perspective as a mom. One of the things that I, I feel like I've prided myself in over the years being doing this for 22 years is that I still try to think like a customer. And a lot of times I'm still am a customer, yeah. you know, like uh, ordering, you know, ordering the vehicle or ordering vehicles and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff and going through it, you know, adding stuff to the Bronco, you know, and everything else. So, but I know that <laughs> if I hadn't been a, if I hadn't grown up in the dealership, my dad, you know, a salesman and then a manager and, you know, working here off and on for years, buying a car would have been very intimidating to me, but I know the process. I know how the salesman work. I know everything going on. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I am confident when I go in to buy a vehicle or when I'm looking at a vehicle, I know how to run the numbers myself. Yeah. So I know it would be very confusing when purchasing a vehicle and that's why i try and help out as much as possible because yeah i don't want someone to be confused and unsure what's going on so oh <laughs> what the heck there, we there go. you go all right so this is uh mr mahathy right or no mike m yeah, my happy. Yeah. Um, all right. He said, uh, did you answer the question about the MAV rear turn signal recall? Does it lower miles per gallon? As um, You know what? I had mine done, and it didn't change mine. So maybe they just changed their driving habits after they got the recall done. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I haven't seen a difference. I had my recall done. They actually did it mobile right here in our lot. On our lot. Mm -hmm. um, I had it done, and I did not notice any difference in my miles per gallon. So, anyway, I've noticed a uh, difference in mine, but it's also been like negative degrees, and I'm <laughs> driving with children, so my heat's on full blast for hours. Yep. Not hours, but my entire drive. <clears throat> Voles mentioned town and country has a lot of content, but you all have more details and assist individual customers to perfection. They have a lot of fun aftermarket videos. They do a lot of that. Um, yeah. so they do, and they've kind of shifted theirs to that aftermarket TC customs. Mm. Um, so it's pretty cool because they do a lot of, they have their own little store yeah. aftermarket store now. It's pretty cool, but 
And Mitch is a pretty good guy. We met him in you didn't, you, you I there. haven't met him. Yeah, you haven't met them at Detroit. Yeah. All right. Ragnicon said, uh, copyright music thing. Yeah. Sometimes you get done with that and you're like, oh, I got to think of that music. But I just go to, I mean, YouTube has music now. And a lot of it you can go through that you don't even have to put the attribution in the video. Um, but then they have others where you just have to add, give it basically credit in your description and that's it. So, um, I'm keep to the non, like the music at the beginning, you'll see, you know, that the music that I use is like, I'll, I'll stick to something because I know, okay, that's worked for me. And it hasn't shut the live stream down because if you use the wrong music or if it's copyrighted music at the beginning, like when I have the two minutes, the one people are getting in um, that music, um, if, if it's copyrighted music, then it'll, sh they'll shut your live stream down. Mm -hmm. So I make sure it is definitely, Copyright 100%, no annotations, no nothing needed uh, for that that clip and that music so that yeah. that doesn't happen. If it happens at the end, then it's kind of late at that point. <laughs> um, but I've also figured out 15 seconds doesn't get you strike, doesn't get you strikes either. Yeah. If you like my ending, you'll notice my ending scene on most of my videos can be 20 seconds and mine are 15 yeah. because I know if it's under 20, they won't be looking for the music because it's not long enough. So. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> About done. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think your mom wants some uh, cheesecake back at the house. Yeah. I want to try the raspberry. The <laughs> 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 <Your> plumbing video. <laughs> All right, just read the comments down there. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has the same intro music as me. Um, actually, what's funny is the my intro that we have of us coming up and the different things like that, that actually was put together by a company that I pay for. I can't remember what it's called now. Place it. Place it. Um, and um, and so the music is actually theirs. It just You just pop in what words you want and what images you want, and then it just makes it for me. Mm -hmm. And so they do it for me. Um, so yeah. that's, uh, that's how I come across that. So that music is somebody else is probably using that same, <laughs> same intro, uh, just using different images. So it's kind of funny. All Mom's right. Mom's allergic to this. She is. Oh, yes. They have graham cracker crust. So yeah, yes, she is. All right. So chow down. Cause we got, I'll take some <laughs> we, got we got a lot to eat here. We can probably can leave it in the refrigerator back there and give it to people here at work, but take we gotta take some back home to Jeff. I'll take some. I'll bring it back tomorrow. There you go. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining me on this birthday live stream. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, we gotta we gotta thank this. My my lovely wife mm -hmm. got this so we could have it on the live stream. So thank you. <laughs> she's joining us tonight because uh, I guess she's bored. <laughs> <laughs> she got done with the home group. She didn't have it tonight. They canceled. Oh. So, yeah. That's probably why she's joining. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, thank you guys very much. And I hope you guys have a great week. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, next Tuesday I'll be here and then I'll be going to Vegas after that. So, that's right. all right. So I'm going to work on a mocky video for you guys, hopefully for Thursday. So hopefully be looking for that. 
And uh, other than that, I'll see you guys on the next video. Don't forget to stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself. And we'll see you later.